It's that time of the year. Of the official power rankings times. Scrimbox Stock Exchange. Let the mold begin. This is going to be the video, the show, the rankings. I'm sure it's going to send people fuming. I'm sure. They always do, even if they're reasonable. Oh boy. Can't wait. Things are going to get wild, no matter what happens. Even if I think even if they are the most standard, normal rankings you could have imagined, oh, somebody will be upset, and I can't wait. That's really the reason to do them, right? You know, I, I, you know, decided long ago that we wouldn't, or, you know, I would definitely try to make genuine content on how I actually felt. Um, and I still stand by that statement. So, uh, Toronto fans, you can, uh, eat my shorts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we know who uh, you put in 13th. Um, you're not too far off. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, well, it, it's also sort of interesting that we are, if you think about it, we are opening the box of Pandora because I don't think I've seen anyone do power rankings yet. We're the first ones. We're yeah, actually, true. we're kicking the avalanche down. We're in the Alps just screaming, yeah. take us. And then just well, watch. I mean, after this drops, you're you're going you're gonna to see all the rankers come out one by one. True. We'll start coming through. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to because the league is starting in how long? Mm -hmm. It is just two-ish weeks away now, Yeah, depending on when you see this video. Um, so, yeah, it, it's not long. We are really getting there now. We are slowly mm -hmm. getting there. Uh, beta will be dropping in roughly a week-ish, mm -hmm. maybe just under a week. So, things are getting hot and heavy, for sure. So, we, we might as well start... Uh, we're obviously going to be starting with North America. We're doing Asia Pacific as well in a back-to-back -to -back today. So again, welcome to what is it now? Two weeks worth of C TCP where we're just we're just shoving episodes out yep. the wazoo here. We're doing like six episodes in two weeks, or something like that. So um, a lot going on, a lot going on. So I'm excited to see what everyone has for their rankings. We don't actually know what everyone else's rankings are. We've all submitted our rankings to our producer, Eric, and um, only he knows what we've truly ranked. And I don't know what these two gentlemen have done. We'll have to find out. Um, we've already, we already know Joe is doing something a little special down there for Toronto for some reason, because uh, he's not about it this year. I don't know. He's not about it. No. I've put them as my number one, so that's going to annoy Joe, I'm sure. Uh, without further ado, you guys. Episode 227. Brought to you by Battlecraft, Refine Bean, Bronze Bar, Buha, Chari, Commissioner Picasso, Chris R3444, Cash67, Lotion, Porkchop, Sammy, Rick Sane, Volamel, Smooth Nuts, Your Misery, and a big thank you to our new YouTube member as well, uh, Vishmam. So, 227. NA. How are we looking? 13 teams. Yeah. <sighs> Weaker or stronger than last year? Thoughts? Stronger. I would say so. Yeah. Comparatively to APAC? Weaker. Comparatively to APAC. I don't know. This ranking was harder to do than APAC, though, I think. Oh, yes, easily. For yeah, sure. Yeah. By a lot. By a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like, yes, if you disregard the volatility in Chengdu, that might fuck up everything in the sure. next two weeks. I think, right? like, sure. that's the big one that's like, oh, like, that could go really high, really low. 
but for and it always feels this way for na where it's just like the middle of the pack is just kind of like eh, maybe like i could see it it like you really have to like go out of your way to like not get it wrong but like have like a take because it's, it feels like it's just so messy like yeah you yeah. can see this team doing well or that team doing well but it, it i don't like any of them to be honest yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't really like anything below. I don't think it, I don't like anything below midway. To be honest, in terms yeah. of how I've done it, because it, it really anything can happen. I think it's exciting. Mm, yes, to know that there should be a lot of volatility in the season in terms of strength. Um, mm -hmm. I I legitimately and genuinely think that this is the year that we do not get the true bottom feeder teams that simply don't win anything, that come in and lose week to week. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get that. I think we're going to get a lot more game trading, especially when there's volatility, not just in the fact that everyone's got a strong roster or a competitive roster, mm. but also, you know, new game, anything can happen, new maps. True. Got to be new content dropping over the season, I'm sure, as well. I hope. Um, and all of that's going to very, very significantly affect how team power levels are. So being mm. flexible, um and being adaptable is going to be important for all of our teams. Any final comments before we get started, gentlemen? We're going to go, be going from thirteen to one. Anybody want to? I think like the mid tier is just impossible to rank. Um, yeah, it's. I think I might actually disagree with you guys. I think there's probably three teams who I could see having less than uh four victories this year. Less, less than, than four? four? Oh, that's wait. Hmm. Does that work? Let me think. Nah, less than five games. because they're playing each other, and then it's like a little bit yeah. of a trading here and there. Um, but yeah, less than what five. What I mean is, like, like, I, I don't maybe. think I I don't think there's a clear. Oh, this is the worst team. Yeah. And everyone's gonna beat them, yep. or because I I think you know even when you look at the the bottom tier teams, they will be trading mm -hmm. games effectively against each other mm -hmm. all the time. Yep. So. At the same uh, time, if, not, go on. If you remember last year, felt like that too. I didn't see London being this bad last year, man. Like true, yeah. I mean, it was hard to right. Like yeah. that's a the wrong thing. I don't know. I'll give yeah. them a few excuses. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, again, fret not if you see your team at the very bottom. If you see your team down far lower than you expected, fret not. Things will. Mm. Things will. Be volatile enough that anything can happen. You'll be all right. Um, and if you see your team near the top, congrats! But take it with a pinch of salt as well. True. Yeah. Uh, you know, the higher they are, the the bigger the fall. Whatever the saying is, mm -hmm. you should be careful of that. I'm sure, as with every single season, teams ranked really highly sometimes will and often do disappoint. So, we'll look out to which one, which of those will happen. Also, really interestingly as well. I'll uh, be looking forward to the fact that might be a little bit of Jeska Scrimbucks attached to some of his rankings. True. That could true. be interesting. Some, yeah. but not too much. To be honest, like, that's, I guess, that I can say that. A, I don't want to steal my own content. <laughs> B, um... You don't want to plagiarize yourself, Jeska. Yeah, mm. B, it's also... Let's be perfectly honest. This is the year where you should believe Scrimbucks the least. Just because, like, we've had a couple of um, heavy meta switches within uh, the alpha. It also caused a 
power level fluctuation for some teams, not for others. Um, and it, once again, it just reinforced my belief that a lot of playing professional Overwatch is actually just hitting the right meta strides seemingly by random. You can be prepared mm -hmm. better than others, yeah. right? By having redundancies. Sure. But like it's, it's, <laughs> it is really hard to like with seven just like calculatedly just hit the meta on the nose every time, right? That's very this hard. Is, this is also why I feel really unsure about some of the positionings of the rankings. I'm like, oh man, these could change at any point. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, throughout the season. I think I was pretty heavy on Scrimbucks last year. Last year, my power ranking was very Scrimbucks indicated in terms of what I was hearing and what I knew. Mm -hmm. Whereas this time around, I feel like I don't even, I wouldn't be f even confident of putting that kind of stuff in here just because, you know, I'm sure teams are still trying things out. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure, you know, any meta change, any big patch comes would change everything. And you hear, uh, there's, there's so much more this year that would increase the volatility of a team's strength than what we've had in like two years now in the Overwatch League, the last two. So, true. Yeah. Things be wild. So, we ready then? Number 13. Drum roll, please. I actually have the drum roll. I, I'm not going to do it, though. <laughs> so we'll just, just pretend in your mind there's a drum roll. What is team number 13? Let's reveal it across the board. Is this the real one? This is, a, is Just checking we're not. This is not a drill. We, this is the it's real. Real. This is real. We've all picked London in the last place. Okay. I was just it's checking that this wasn't to. a drill because we were yeah, doing yeah. some drills. Earlier, I'm like, oh, this could just be a drill. I'm like, Eric, is this a drill? <laughs> have we all just done this? Jesus, poor London. Who wants to start? Nobody wants to, like, be the last place team, right? Like, nobody wants to put them there. You know, I think we, I, I think I can speak for everybody here that I think we respect Nuki, we respect Christopher, we respect all the players in their time. Yeah. But, you know, somebody's got to be last. And with, at least for me, um, with how much like volatility has gone on with the flex support, um, how highly I rank DPS and how not thrilled I am mm. with backbone kind of leading the projectile charge. Um, it feels like a liability if I'm gonna be honest. Yes. Obviously we've heard through the grapevine that that position at flex support has been filled. And while I think that, you know, I think that player is fine. Um, it, it, there's still just so much that I have a hard time seeing working with this roster. Um, are there worlds that they can be successful? Yes. Is that going to be across the entire season? That's tough to mm. say. That is a tough one. Um, yeah. With, with what's gone on with some of the liabilities, when you compare them to, again, their peers, it doesn't feel like they, uh, they stack up all that, that nicely. Yeah, I think it's it, it hurts to say. I think it's also like just like an uphill battle for Christopher. Um, mm. But yeah, in my mind, like I, I maybe had had the entire situation around provide been different, I would have thought about like their power levels differently. But mm. like at this point, like not only are they pound for pound, probably also given that they actually didn't change as much as they did from last year um other than the backline transformatively i'm not sure how much poker will be playing you know these questions True. Yeah. um it's like 
now we're we're looking at other teams how much they have upgraded and it's it's just hard to see maybe maybe it's completely wrong and you know the ping difference will actually help them a lot but yeah i think on paper this is probably the weakest roster uh maybe in the overwatch league well yeah i mean it's hard to argue against that i just it's a tough one because, as Joe said, you know, Nuke and Christopher's uh, kind of friends of the show, and mm-hmm. um, looking at this team, while I think it's an upgrade of the previous team, I, I'm actually going to throw in a take here as well. I even if Provide was in this roster, I still would find it hard to place yeah. them twelfth instead of the instead of the team that I actually have in twelfth. Uh, mm. I, I, it would still be hard for me to, to to rotate the team I currently have in 12th with London. Yeah. Um, there's not enough pieces here that really give me a, a, enough confidence mm. to rate them highly. I, I think this is one of the most... This is like an ultimate underdog team for me that yeah. I have a lot to prove. Um, I think London, as an org, have a lot to prove in terms of this is now what kind of three years? Well, it, it's been two years of kind of mediocreness after the whole, you know, Korean London core from season one kind of departing after season two, right? Um, and even now in season two, it started to go downhill. This is kind of like their third shot after that season two core, where you know, man, I think it's it's tough because I know the London fans are looking for a W. They they want to be proud of their team and support because they used to be champions, but now we're here. It's like still an uphill battle. Um, I'm glad that everyone's in NA. We'll see how much that ends up helping them. I'm sure it will help a decent amount, but just due to the fact that everyone else is upgraded as well, when I look across the board on other teams, it's just hard to put them above those teams right now when, when there are far more exciting pieces on some of those other teams. So London unanimously in last place for us. Unfortunate. It is unfortunate. What do you- I don't know if that'll surprise some fans, but uh, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I, I, I think uh, I, I probably expected this from all of us, to be honest. And yeah. we didn't coordinate on this, but it yeah. does make a lot of sense. What What do you think is like the potential, like the reasonable potential? Not like stars align, everything goes well, and like they hit the meta or whatever, but like a reasonable range for them. Which places would you say has the highest probabilities for them to land? They're not cracking outside of like bottom five. No, I was going to say they they are unlikely to make a tournament. If they make a tournament at all this year, regional or otherwise, that would would I think require top eight in North America. Yeah, Yeah. that's insane. Like that. And Christopher's a a magician. Yeah. Yes. I mean, um, fucking whatever. Pay pay him more if if they make it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Christopher Christopher better get like a a salary bonus if their team makes top eight and actually gets into a tournament. Mm-hmm. Of which they won't win the tournament, but just making it is a big achievement for the Can team. Can you I think. imagine if they did though? Like, what a what, fucking win the tournament or get into top eight. I mean, like getting into top eight, it, like at one top eight performance yeah. for this roster, like that's already like a success enough. Yeah. But can you imagine the absolute? Mm-hmm. Not even nightmare like that. That I feel like that's just negative. Like what a story it would be to see London like unanimously. We rank them this low. I, I I won't speak for Plat chat, but I would imagine that they probably think something similar. Like 
don't it know them be, all that well, but it can't be that too far off. No, they would have you London know? somewhere in the bottom three, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they have such a crazy success story, like what a fun we have Overwatch 2, the iron's hot and we have this Cinderella run where London just like takes it and runs with it. I don't know how. Don't ask me how they're um, what kind of smoke they're. Yeah, it's that'd be crazy. They need, they need to they need to kind of wait for the injection of EU talent for Overwatch 2. Yeah. Because if they're trying to the, here's the problem with building teams based on EU talent is not a lot of good ones left. Mm-hmm. And so when you're trying to really scrape through to find good EU talent, yeah, it's going to be rough. You know, you're not going for the clear Korean talent, which is understandable. You know, you want to build uh, a Euro- a English-speaking team, European team. I, it's, it's admirable. I, I like that. I, I like what they're going with that. But um, you, need, you need an injection of talent for that to truly, you know, uh, bear some fruit for you because... You know, there's some crazy talent on other teams. So this is going to be one of those years where you're hoping for the best for London. So 13 out of the way. So London's done. We don't have no qualms about that. Let's take a look at number 12. What has everyone got for 12th place in the power rankings? Oh. Oh, all even again. Are you sure we didn't coordinate on this? Are you sure we didn't coordinate on this? You really just put them all in the same place again. So they keep it tied into uh, the 12th place team. We now, don't get that that often, really. Like, yes, get like over the years, how many times have we just been like across the board? Like, it's usually like once or twice, right? Like a power ranking. It's just like, oh, like we all agree, like just once. Yeah, it's it doesn't happen often that we agree, but it's like, yeah, and I think, it, I think we agree a lot, though. Even just when we do the previews yeah, and how we agree, generally yeah. think about the teams, we, we, we do agree a lot, mostly. We're about to mm-hmm. stop agreeing, though. So that, get ready for that one. But. <laughs> We're about to. You know, when, when, when we get to teams like Toronto and stuff, I'm sure we're going to stop True. agreeing very yeah. quickly. Yeah. As Joe's already, you know, he's already placed some hands. Let's talk about Vancouver Listen. real quickly. So for me, you know, obviously I was saying, like, you know, even for me, if, if Provide was on the roster... Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'd put them above Vancouver. I don't know that I would swap them around because when I look at Vancouver, even though they're 12th for me, mm-hmm. they have more exciting pieces that that I think can clutch wins for them and, and, and can really do a lot for them when you have a lot of power in that DPS line. I think the rest of the roster yes. starts to look a bit weaker. I mean, the rest of the roster outside of Massa starts mm-hmm. to really look weak, but at least you know that in that DPS line, like you can see some really good solid mm-hmm. play. And that's going to allow you to at least get the firepower in there. Whereas, um, I don't know, maybe Sparker could do that for London, but doesn't excite me as much as having a Spire Shockwave. Like that, that's just a different level. Yep. Yeah, and that's kind of the big difference for me. Where it's just like London. Maybe you could argue, like, yes, they maybe have like a better or more proven tank line, right? I don't think I would trust too many like european tanks outside of poco hottie i think has a lot to prove outside of last season but when you look at overwatch 2 you look at what everything's that's been said you look at what people have been saying about the game it seems very dps centric for better for worse whether it's individual or whether it's filling in for what you know that that off tank used to provide um i i have to go with the titans here like it they edge them out in some of the biggest categories you look at shockwave you talk about somebody has something to prove like homie didn't get to play last season and we saw him on a bad roster on his debut 
he looked phenomenal. Now he's on a improved roster, same team, improved roster. Um, and yes, there are some holes here, and I would suspect that those need to be filled ASAP. But in the the yeah. highest like metric positions, I think they they do a a pretty good job. We know Yuska likes Shockwave a lot, so, you know. Yeah. True. I mean, it, it, it pains me that I have to think that they're this slow, but the problem is right. everyone just, like, leveled up. Um, I know, like... The thing is, it's hard to evaluate how, how this team will do, because, like, if you guys remember the last time he came in for, for mm. um, the Titans, they actually punched up de a decent chunk like, that's actually a team I'm not... Like, they probably have a considerably higher ceiling than uh, London does to me. Um, oh, yeah. Just this, the, the DPS line just says... Like, maybe I'm undervaluing Sparker, to be fair. But, like, I think Aspire and Shockwave both have shown in the Overwatch League that they are just, mm. like, can take over games even against big dogs. They're not S-tier mm -hmm. talent, but, like, they're solid, like, lower A-tier... And on a good day, like A plus, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like this, this is a really solid team. Uh, otherwise, right? You, you, we're seeing them each individually in situations where Shockwave on the old Vancouver was able to punch up. Aspire on Toronto last year when they were struggling was punching way up. You know, mm -hmm. like just these type of performances when when one player is clearly making a huge difference. And now you put them together, I mean, that's a scary combo. I mean, that 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 gives mm -hmm. you a lot of confidence that they can do a lot. And you have two players with carry potential on the team. You know, the, the biggest question mark is obviously going to be the tank line. I much prefer Poco and Hardy, not going to lie. Oh, no, but, no. No. but, you know, Overfalls, I don't know what they're going to be yeah. able to do. Yeah. Mm. yeah um, but I, I, still, I still think the, the Aspire Shockwave combo just raised the bar so much. And... and, and to further that as well, I think Master is great. So, you know, you have three mm -hmm. pieces on this team that I have a lot of confidence in. Um, I have a question, though. Is it crazy that despite everything, despite mm -hmm. both teams upgrading, Vancouver, London were the worst two teams in NA last year, and we've yeah. now ranked them bottom two again? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I start to, as we were coming into the show, I start to recall, like, some of the teams I've historically ranked pretty low, and I look at my ranking, I'm like, God, like, these people can't catch a break. Like, it, it's... It's another just historically low expectation season for some of these teams, including the Titans, including London. Um, I think it has to do with like if I had to guess, right? Um, the the caliber of talent that they're kind of you know courting. I think the Titans in general started off pretty strong in the off season, um, but as things have gone on you start to see other teams and their signings and it's like, yeah, that starts to slowly trickle down. I mean, like go back and listen to the Titans, you know, team preview. I was pretty high on this team. And then when you start to rank them up one to 13, yeah. it's like, yeah, no, you got to go down. You just have to comparatively. Yeah. That doesn't mean that they have like a, they don't have a range. Like I can see Titans. If anybody's going to do well, I think it's going to be the Titans in this bottom five. Um, they have a lot of punching potential, if they made some moves, I could see it. Granted, I could say the same thing about London. Um, I think Titans have just have a better skeleton to work around. You talk about Masa, you talk about, you know, Aspire and Shockwave. Again, two mm -hmm. players who had no business doing as well as they did on, on some of their debut seasons. 
they they were standout. Like you said, they took over these games, and like that speaks volumes to me. But still bottom two, which means whoever's in eleventh place, tenth place, they just do it better. Still, they have higher potential. They have all the rest. So why don't we find out who our eleventh place is? And this is probably mm. where things get a little bit different. Uh-oh. Surely we can't be three in a row. Uh-oh. There's no way it's three in no, a row. No, it, it isn't. Oh, here it is. Read them is off. That, what do we uh, got? Is that some? Is that the the exchange bucks? The scrim bucks exchange has been officially cashed in. <laughs> oh no, you well, didn't. <clears throat> well, two of us remain the same. I think Joe and I coordinated quite well here. Well done, Joe. High five. Well done. Yes. Uh, why don't we let Yeska go first, since he's the one that's got he's the odd one out here. In fact, he's got a team. Oh, you that most people would have thought was pretty reasonable. He's got them in the bottom three in 11th with a New York Excelsior. Well, so, okay. I guess it's really hard to talk about this without juicing it up a little. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, fr- from my information, and had I known like it for definite, like I, and I'm not going to give them specifics, don't, 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 but it, it is an alibi signing as far as I'm uh, aware. Okay. Which yeah. basically pe- should, people should treat as this is a five man roster, right? Mm. So that's a big issue for me. I think immediately from the get go, you're now in deep shit. Like mm. nothing can go wrong for you or like you're, you are, you're running into problems. Yeah. Um, I think it's really hard for them to sign anyone if things go awry, mm. because like this is a Korean speaking roster inherently who has a Korean speaking visa, like just about the last free agent that he could have gotten in XC is presumably off the market. Like what, what, what are you going to do now mm-hmm. on paper? This roster is actually really good. Just Kellen and Yaki should actually give you more for some reason. It isn't. And that might just be the case for, right now but like yeah it's not looking pretty and it hasn't looked pretty for a moment and i'm not really hating on it i also think this is easily the the pick that makes me the most look the most stupid at the end of the season easily the potential to but i also see just the glaring issues uh with Mm -hmm. the um with the way this is currently set up that Mm -hmm. i feel like well the, the, I wouldn't uh, almost okay. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. It shouldn't. It shouldn't okay. be. It shouldn't be possible, right? It absolutely shouldn't be possible. But I could even see them in last place. Okay, I was agreeing uh, with a lot of what you were saying up until that one. I no, that's I can untenable. see it. I can see really? it. Really? Because if they completely implode, I can see it. But we are, we're, sure, t- but we're talking oof. about situations. Yeah, it's we're talking yucky, about worst man. case scenarios here. We are talking about worst case yeah. scenarios here. Yeah. Um, it's Yaki Flora. How bad can it be? Apparently, that's what I'm bad. saying. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, here's what we're going to do, though. We're, we are not going to go in depth on New York because we have New York no. elsewhere. And we are both going to talk about New York when we get there. So for yes. now, let's just talk about Paris together. Um, so. I think the and this is the other crazy part. These were the bottom three. To, were, were mm-hmm. they? Were they? I don't think they finished bottom three in this exact position last year, did they? But in terms oh. of power rankings, I think this was a clear uh, yeah. bottom three. So what do we have? Yeah, Paris punched way above last year in NA. They finished well? eighth place out of 12, 12 mm-hmm. in regular season with an eight and eight record compared to London and Vancouver's one and fifteen. 
So this actually feels like we're underrating this. We're, we're putting them down almost. Mm-hmm. So I'll go first. I, I think for me, despite me liking the return of their roster and thinking, okay, good good pieces here, backline solid, mm-hmm. Bliss is likely an upgrade as well. Naga was good. Tank line, you know, pretty good as well. Um, again, when I compare them to other teams, I feel like other teams have made some really strong moves. Paris, uh, a reasonable team that could likely be like a league average type of team, but I don't know. There's, there's not enough there for me to get excited about once more, but also <sighs> I feel like I am underrating this team. This is this was one of those teams that I wanted to put higher. I desperately wanted to try yeah. and put higher, but when I compared them to the other teams above them, I just thought, man, the on-paper, the on-paper strength level of the other teams above them, I, I just think was Mm. better initially mm. it's just so it was hard for me to put, put paris high but i could see paris easily reaching i can see paris actually inside the top eight so i yep. can't see london doing that i can see paris doing that i can see paris making a tournament eighth seed seventh seed even you know mm. punching above their weight again um a roster that is small in size probably didn't cost them a lot of money but is performing well above expectations as far as those things go so I think this is still a team that has a lot of potential ahead, even though I'm rating them low. No, agreed on all fronts. Um, I think my biggest concerns, um, not to completely, you know, double back to a lot of the team preview, um, as we kind of talk through it, this was a team, like Avril said, like I could see doing really, really well, and I was actually quite high on. Um, But when you look at this DPS duo, um, and talking to some people about Naga in particular, I, I do wonder how some some line like DPS lineups end up working out. And I think that could be a liability if you had another like third DPS serviceable. Like if you just still had Oni, I think that would like help me a little bit. Yeah. Trying to push them up the rankings. Do mm. I think like the tanks are going to stand up? I think they'll be fine. I don't think like you need to have like a crazy tank uh, at this caliber of team, like down not in the, the gutters by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, on the lower side of things, um, the support line's fantastic. I have, you know, nothing but good things to say. Mm. It's, once again like when you compare to the teams above them i think there is a caliber difference i i like naga i like glister granted like am i still a little gun shy with glister you know there's a lot that remains to be seen we saw what he did on london all those years ago kind of taking over some gains with those those hit scans and then you look at the shock and it wasn't it wasn't all there but i don't necessarily hold that against him but there there hasn't been a lot of like the punch-up crazy overperforming glister in a little bit so is there that what happens now. to pit? it there should be it will be it now be. because he, he he should be the best player on this team yes without right? a doubt surely i think he's going to be the best player on this team and they're going to need him um yep. but you you bring up the only god point i actually agree if only god was still on this team they had a seven man roster i actually would feel bad about them yep. but crazily enough i still don't know if i would feel bad good enough to put them above it's it's another situation where it's not because mm-hmm. i just think they're bad I think no. they're good. Yeah. As far as like league average good is like, I, you know, when I say good, I'm talking like, yeah, they're like, okay, you know, they're good enough. Mm-hmm. Not amazing, not great, not groundbreaking, just good. Um, it's not that I don't think that they're, they're I, I do think they're good. The problem is when you see who I've got on 10, 9, 8 and above, yeah. it's like there's just way more exciting pieces, way bigger pieces there. 
Like I look at this team, best players are who? Khan, Glister, cool. I mean, yep. not not. I mean, I think everyone else still does a decent job. They they are still players that are capable of punching above their weight. But they this is mainly like a Glister Khan team, right? If you had to put it down to a couple members, I just don't know if that's enough. So, Paris eleven, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> New York at eleven. Who? Damn, dude. We're back in APAC from 2021 all over again. All right. I, well, we haven't seen where Jeska puts. They heard Miyasia as well. You know, they heard Miyasia. I wonder if. I wonder. They did. I, I wonder if Jeska put Paris in 10th place. Let's take a look at 10th place. Who do we have? Are Joe and I still united? Oh, my goodness. We are not. We are all, all completely different in terms of where we place our teams. Okay. Um. That's wild. Still haven't See seen ya. Paris yet, which means Jeska's put Paris even higher than this. Juicy. He's got some real faith in Paris. In fact, he's put them above Boston, which is interesting. Um, Joe, keep it short. We've heard you rant on Toronto before, but just <laughs> give us a little indication uh, why, love- why they're in 10th. Also, Toronto stands. Notice who put him last and realize yeah. where you got to put your energy to. I'm free. This is... This is <laughs> shut up. Bro, you you put it Adam and Mike. Where did Adam this Adamu is... hit you? Hurt you? Show us on the doll. <laughs> everywhere, everywhere, man. Like God. You you I, I and I again I talked about this before. Kisu is fine. Finale fine. Avril has positive things to say about Aldo, and I trust in that, but like, is that is that the DPS trio, barring any kind of visa concerns, because I know one of them has a visa issue, but I couldn't tell you which one it is. Um, it's all is that, not going to be there. Okay, so you have Isu, Finale. They probably can play the pool well enough. But, like, is that the DPS trio, barring any other concerns, that you really think is going to lead you into, like, a mid-to-top-tier performance in an A? No. Then you have somebody who very like publicly cannot play Reinhardt and a <laughs> and a season one diva tracer player who threw some good shit like I'm sorry this is this is Swiss cheese uh, there's holes all over the place yeah, yeah. I, I and then there's Charong and Twilight okay. who I have nothing but glowing things to say but, but not glowing enough for you to put them higher than 10th. No, because it's just, just like, th- you've, okay. from everything I, that we've uh, heard, there's a lot of agency being taken away from the support position. So as much as I love Twilight, again, one of my right. favorite players all time, Charong, I've heard nothing but fantastic things about. Yep. Is that enough to actually punch, like allow them to punch above their weight with like a kind of flimsy DPS line? Eh, it's flimsy strong, like fine I, enough DPS line and a flimsy tank line. I don't think so. All right, I, I was gonna comment, but I'm like, I'll save it. I'll save it because when when Toronto comes up for me, I'll explain my thoughts. Uh, so Yiska, you, you no no Toronto comments. Boston, you have Boston in tenth. Now, Boston giving me this is giving me shades of old Boston here. You really you put them down. Boroy is gonna be upset after he sees this. Yeah, I'm What's sorry. What's going on? Um, this is one I'm not at all secure about, bro. Like, I. <laughs> I already thought they should have been a little bit better than they ended up being last year. They had the big loss against uh, Vancouver. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I feel like this team should be getting more, especially out of their effort. 
The thing is, as soon as this team starts doing badly, you are now in a world of hurt. True. This is a team that then has like probably issues to just getting the ball running again, right? I think to a decent degree we saw that last year. But they were okay. They were decent, right? Mm-hmm. It's just not enough to uh, get them above uh, the rest of the teams. I'm not sure what the weird like tank situation is about. Sure. Um, yeah. Knowing also like who who they put in the uh, tank position in, in their scrims, that's a weird one mm-hmm. for me. Like considering the information cycle, um, which which I, I I can't derive any sense out of it. Um, I think, for instance, if you have something like a Genji meta, sure. which, I mean, could be the case, you now have my attention with Valentine. Yep. Right? That's then means they can peak higher. Let's let's be perfectly honest. If they get like a double flex support Genji Tracer situation going, mm-hmm. this team is going to be good. It's possibly even going to be top five good. Maybe. Maybe sixth. Whatever, right? Outside of that, and if I think, like, in my mind, this is the season where we're going to go through more meta switches than ever. Mm -hmm. Right? We don't have hero pools, but we probably have pretty aggressive balance changes. We hopefully have content injections frequently. In terms of like maybe new heroes, maybe new maps, maybe like reworks, whatever it is. Um, and once again, this is no leaks. It's just like based on how like it has been sold to us, seemingly with like you know live service updates and whatnot. I think this is a this is a team that absolutely can go from can have the mayhem experience from last year, where you're making as yeah. uh, like Hawaii one one week, and then the next week you were bottom of the league. That is actually that's that's a team that is like this just because like striker and valentine on their top t picks are actually legitimately heavyweights in the entire overwatch league mm-hmm. but you, so you think they could make a tournament and do well there and obviously then maybe not make the next one but that's only yep. still kind of worthy a tenth the, the thing is, if you now tell me we're going to run their optimal meta for three stages like we used to, let's say, <laughs> in previous years, yeah. then, okay, I'm looking, I have egg on my face. That's unfortunately going to be the case. This is the random aspect of uh, of this season, right? I think they definitely okay. have, they have a, they are probably one of the teams that have the widest delta of potential placements uh, out of, especially the midfield. And I told you guys, like, the midfield is so hard to rank for me. It's like legitimately like single right. percentage digits like difference in power levels in my mind. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you the team that I think is just wild for me to rank. And that's actually Mayhem. So a couple things here. One is the fans are going crazy right now like because I'm the first person that's brought up Mayhem, which means you two have Mayhem even higher when the oh, fan yeah. narrative for Mayhem is they all legitimately think this is the bottom tier team. Mm-hmm. I think the fans truly believe that Mayhem is the 13th team in NA, and maybe the 20th team in the world, the fan narrative is that they believe Mayhem is the is just the nuts, literal man. worst team, complete dog shit. That's what they think. At, at least that's what I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I mean, not everyone thinks that. I'm sure there sure. are some fans out there that though. have thought a little bit better, but this, I've seen way too many comments mm. on the internet 
putting Mayhem. Like, I'm sure if there was a 21st position, they would put them there. Like, that's mm-hmm. how poorly they think Mayhem will perform. Um, when uh, I'm slightly biased because I know Gumba well, and um, I, I know what he brings to the table, and I know what he's capable of. I'm also friends with McGravy, so maybe that buy, maybe they that boosts things up for me as well. But even then, like, if I was truly biased, I'd have them much higher than 10th, you know? Yeah. Because I'm, you know... So this is this is probably even lower than I wanted to put them. Um, and clearly I'm underrating them a little bit because you guys have them even higher. So yeah, I, I do look at on paper strength though. So to give a little bit of you know what's going on behind the scenes for me, I do look at on paper strength a lot. I am this is this is a very low scrim bucks injected, you know, influence mm. from my power ranking compared to last year. Again, I'm reiterating myself, but just to remind people, um I'm I'm specifically kind of removing scrim bucks from the factor here just because i trust them very little this time around as mm. yuski even pointed out um so mayhem for me are a team that first of all they're still kind of figuring stuff out i mean they're still changing bits and pieces of their roster uh some of it you know, it, it does make sense you know considering kareev coming in he was available probably the best flex support available people have some neg- negative opinions of him because of the guangzhou situation but i don't think that's that was kareev's kind yeah. of wrongdoing there i think the mismanagement from the team really affected how everyone looked um he's got a, he's kind of covering for majed's visa situation right now and then i mean they get to they get to play double flex support as well they kind of if anything should make you a little bit excited because i people are pretty down on animo so maybe a third support should give you a little bit more hope um they are rumored to have xe as well they dropped mirror they're rumored to be picking up xe to fill that spot uh, XC is a very exciting player. I think he's got a lot of highs in there. Um, Pete Checkmate's hella underrated. A lot of fans think he... A lot of fans don't actually really know Checkmate at all. They think he's funny Ryan Charge Man who covered yeah. for OG one time. Um, and then the Adam Someone tank uh, kind of duo there. Duo in the sense that two of them exist, not that they'll both be playing. Mm-hmm. Um, someone's a mega underrated player. I think most people don't know what he's capable of. He didn't have a great showing on CC. It's whatever. I kind of drove the narrative there as well. Like, oh, the CC players kind of looked a little bit middling. But hearing great things about someone behind the scenes, I think this is a team that have, has a lot of capability to punch up. This, to me, is one of the teams that has some of the highest potential to be punching up. Mm. Uh, definitely above, for me, Paris, Vancouver, and London, which is why I have them here in 10th. But I'll, you guys, I'm sure, will be talking a bit about Mayhem as well when inevitably you'll both have them in ninth place. So let's take a look. Do you both have Mayhem in ninth place? He thinks not. Oh. No, you guys have Mayhem high. Okay, interesting. Well, New York's shown up again, Toronto's shown up again, and Boston's shown up again. So we've heard a little bit about what Yiska thought about New York. Mm. Joe, why don't you take us through why you have New York two places high, or maybe that's where they should be, and Yisk is crazy. Well, I mean, that goes without saying. Um, <laughs> I'll get you. I I look at this team, and, and a lot of what he said, I have to reiterate, right? Like, over the course, course of the season, I can't trust this team to do anything long-term. Um, but the caliber of players is tough to argue with. You talk about Kellen. I, I, I need not, you know, point you to too many directions from this podcast to, you know, hear some really, really glowing reviews about Kellen. I've looked at his tape. Looks quite good. I look at Yaki. I've watched this kid since he was an MVP space. The kid's a nut. He should be quite good. 
Flora, as much as like I'm not fan like huge on him, I think he'll be good enough. I look at Myunbong, I look at Gangnamjin, like, yeah, would I like a main support? Without a doubt. Like, I I know that people are, you know, Yiska's hedging bets with this this sixth signing, and I get it. Um, but if we're just judging this as a five-man roster, I think they they can kind of diff some of these teams. Um, or at least they should be able to, right? Um, whether or not they are is up for debate. But that's kind of my my logic. I look at like the the positions that I value. I look at DPS. These are some talented DPS players. I look at the tank, should be able to play the field. I look at the supports. Mm-hmm. It should be fine. This should be an okay team. Not bad, just mid. Actual mid. Okay. And what's interesting here as well is that uh, Joe doesn't have Boston yet. So, like Yiska, Joe believes that Boston will be better than New York. I've revealed Boston. haven't revealed New York yet, so we've kind of flip-flopped here. Um, I'm going to go with my Boston pick, and then we'll talk about Defiant in a second. So, for me, um, this was an interesting position because we're starting to get into the territory now where a lot of different teams could be put in this position, exchanged mm-hmm. up and down, uh, a lot of volatility here. I don't feel 100% confident about most of the picks you're about to see coming up in the next five or so picks, mm. uh, or four or so maybe picks. Boston have some really good ceilings here. This is a far upgraded team compared to what they were before. Mm. Um, I maybe don't share that many of the same concerns that uh, Yiska had for 10th. That being said, I've only put them ninth instead of 10th. So there's only one better ranking. Right. Um, I still think they have the capability of looking a bit mediocre. I mean, the Vancouver loss does paint a pretty negative picture there, but I think they kept good pieces. Uh, Valentine and Punk were worth keeping around. Frimzo was so good last year. Faith mm-hmm. was worth keeping around as well. MCD, beyond the controversy, was a very good player on the Spark. Um, I don't know what's going on with the three tanks, but I don't see that as a negative. I don't, I don't, that's not minus points for me, unless somehow they're just doing this revolving door, like yeah. one game Marvel's playing, then game two itself playing, then game three punks playing. That would be a joke. But to me, it shouldn't be a negative that they have three tanks. If anything, it will give them um, the capability to be flexible, mm. give some options. I think it's a waste of money. I think it's a, it's a poor use of your budget to have three tanks in a one tank game. Mm. But I'm not deciding how Boston is spending the money, so that's up to them. Um, Victoria was, well, I think he was most people's key player on that Uprising Academy team. Most people thought that Victoria is probably the best player on that team. And mm. the fact that they moved him up um, is, is really decent. Good replacement for I'm 37. Striker is striker. I don't think there's much to be said there. As long as he's not, you know, getting into fisticuffs with Huck, I'm sure he's going to do fine. And Valentine still has a lot to prove. I think this guy's really good. So um, their their heights are quite high. I expect Boston to be fighting for tournament tournament qualification every single time. I've got them ninth here, but I think they have the capability to be four rankings above at least. So they they should legitimately be going for a top eight in NA almost every single tournament. So I'm pretty happy with where I have a Boston. I just think again. The teams I have an eight, seven, six, five above, I just think a little bit better roster quality wise. So, uh, and one of those teams, funny enough, has to be the Defiant. Where do I have them? Who knows? Yeska, you have them in ninth, which is only one higher than where Joe had them. Yeah, and once again, this is one where I'm not super confident about. Um, again, the Metia is. I think this team is unlikely to to finish top five, top six. 
pod really? possible, but like I don't think there. It, I I think it has something to do like how how strong do you think support lines will impact the game, right? If your answer is high, now you're looking golden with the Divine. Sure, right? yeah. Um, if you're thinking it's about DPS, good luck doing anything with B plus A minus uh, DPS in Overwatch League Season 5, right? So, having that said, I don't, like, probably not as badly as Boston, but this also has egg-on-face potential for me. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're, I'm, I'm decently sure that I have a good gouge on their coaching staff and what they are capable of. And especially with Moby, I think that is also a source of like me getting it, like it get going terribly wrong in terms of my placement of them here. I think this is a team that actually feels like every other defined team beforehand. You know, yes. you remember yeah. like. Defined season two, they come out, they get a stage tournament early, they look pretty uh, sweet, and then the meta changes, and they're that's it, right? And they will never blow out a stage completely unless they have easy opponents. I think, like, yes, this this team will pretty frequently, like, two, three stage tournaments is probably possible for them, but it's so meta dependent for them as well. So um, just on average against the competition, and notably, like I think for some, it's going going to look nuts. The rest of my rankings, but like, uh, I I think just in terms of probability, they're fine. They're fine. They like it, six to eight is all perfectly fine. If they finish anywhere from six, uh, sorry, six to nine, I'm I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've you've basically just put them at the bottom of your range. Yes. I mean that's acceptable, I guess. Um to be fair, I did the same thing with Paris, so I don't I don't blame you yeah. for it. I put Paris at the bottom of my range. So it is what it is. Um but we've we've now revealed two Torontos, two Bostons, two New Yorks, and one Mayhem, two Paris as well. This is likely where Yeska probably drops a Paris in eighth. That or you both drop a Mayhem in eighth. Oh no. See if that happens. See if that happens. Let's reveal rank number eight. Here we have eighth place. Well, we got a Paris. I read Yeska correctly. He did drop a Paris in eighth. True. Joe and I are once again aligned on the Washington Justice. So uh, Joe and I already I talked it. about Paris. This will now be Yeska's turn to talk about Paris. And I want you to kind of talk about Paris in a way where you can <laughs> explain to me the, the gap between yeah. where you have them and where Joe and I have them. Because we have right. them in 11th. You got them in eighth place, so you know something we don't. Right. In my mind, you guys are probably just based on on paper strength. I think you have them in the right place. I think even 11th place, theoretically, is already a small magic move. Eighth place would be nuts, just based on... If you look at this team, uh, it, it might be the lowest budget roster team. In the league. Sure, yeah, maybe. May- maybe Valiant, but even they have a bigger and roster. You have them, and you have them over one of the biggest budget teams. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> so, fucking hell. So, okay, I think 
this is a season where m- mentality management will won't be as important as strategical management. Why do I think that? I think meta changes take care a lot of, uh, in ter- take care of your team atmosphere a lot. If the meta changes frequently, that's a mental reset that you're getting for free. Every stage, presumably, if we're getting balance changes, if we're getting, you know, content injections, is a soft reset for the mental for these guys, right? I think um, in terms of theoretic or strategical strength, J-Mac is someone that has been sure. proven to be able to punch up. I think that them lacking get amazed is not going to weigh as much into it. I think theoretically speaking, I mean, I think the glista upside is nutty. Theoretically. Um, I will also say this is one of those players where you can't gauge anything from, from scrim bucks because I can tell you in the last years, this kid was nuts in preseason scrims as well. But then never shine to the same degree. Glista didn't have a bad season, by the way. Like, Glista had a decent season. It's just, in my mind, he's still, like, one of the great talents coming out of Korean contenders, and he never really slipped into that role like a Pelican would, right? So, um, it's, it's an interesting environment. I think this is a team that, just by the cohesion of the situation, and then also, keep in mind, not having to play on ping, is going to punch up uh, from from last year. I think that's mm. a team that um, probably grows with the opportunities. Is probably likely to feed out of teams that will will be struggling and will uh, continue to have solid success. But at the same time, if the, if these just like hover above London and Vancouver, then I'm not surprised mm. either. I think that's where they should be probably should be in last place based on their uh, budget but um based on the talent that they have i think like locking up khan is it was a uh, big deal locking up glister was a big deal i think that tank line is pretty okay for what they're trying to do i think they're very honest about like where their strengths lie and play to that potential yes i do have some question marks about naga's uh, ability to uh, i have a question mark project yeah mm. do you think do you think that Paris have an on-paper better team than Toronto? No. So this is so you're ranking above them is purely based on something more intangible as a team? Yes. Scrimbucks. Because I will Not say, just... despite despite <laughs> despite Joe's beef with Toronto, putting them in tenth, he still has a base enough pick to put Paris below Toronto. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? So the Paris believer no less. I can't I can't do my I can't do my my boy Twilight like that. Can't can't do them that can't yeah, bottom three can't do that. All right, so you you are another team that you you haven't been too pleased with is yes. Washington Justice. You do have them in eight though. You have them above New York even. Oh, so I don't you, want you them this in, high. You, you believe in Washington more than Toronto and New York at least. Yes, yes, and you kind of have to. And you look at this team again. You you wipe you wipe my my stupid shit eating grin off my face and you look at this team you go happy decay talent just talented assassin can he hit an emp no is he at least serviceable on lipcon hit emps here? either that's just very saying. 
that's also very true but he's i mean he's a, little bit, <laughs> he's a little bit built differently I'll, I'll just leave it at that like he's, he's he's a little bit different i don't hold assassin to you know a ton i i don't hold him like accountable for last season but like there are some errors that you just can't ignore right i look at that dps trio i think it's i think it's quite good right very talented I look at the tank line. I look at what Kalios brought to New York last year. I've seen Mag do incredible things. Again, I don't know what happened last year. Jesus, please fix it. I've I've heard very good things about Vigilante. I know you can't rate him because he's not going to come in until like, I don't know, fucking July or some shit. I'm not too thrilled about the supports, but I don't think they're going to be liabilities. I think they'll be fine. Right. I think they'll be serviceable. Not, and nothing to write home to mom about there. That said... I had an epiphany recently. I said, is there an NA team that fits narratively with the Hangzhou spark? And I said, yes, there is. I said, yes, right. there is. It is the Washington justice historically underperforming last year, abysmal the year before disappointing their debut. Eh, you know, you, you, you got to take one on the chin sometimes. Right. But like this team always kind of it feels like not always not actually always hyperbole here folks it feels like they always come up with like some some good shit they come up with a good roster i'm sorry i don't care what kind of narrative people are spinning behind the scenes like oh they're lower budget don't care you look at this team if you know your shit you know that they should have been quite good what they showed last year was not anywhere near what they should like their potential as individual pieces right this is a team that should be performing I don't want to put them this high, but when you look at what they have on paper, they really should be diffing most people below them. Hmm. Just kind of is how it is. Yeah, I think there's a lot of on-strength paper for this team, um, obviously. And uh, and oh, by the way, there's already a new Twitter account called Open a Season. So, you know, the fans are there. I, I, I suspect <laughs> that this account has been run by the same person who runs Fire, Fire Season. season. So. Yeah. You know, they like to target certain support players in the league, I've noticed. What's the certain uh, common attribute about them, Avril? Um, so anyway, Washington... <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Washington... The thing is, I think their team on paper looks good, but I, I give them negative points because I just think they're, the way the team was run last year in, yeah. in terms of where the results end up being, that was, that, that was, the, that was where the negative you know mm. points come from it's like last year they had a good team on paper as well this year they got a good team on paper yep. but I, mean, I would even argue parts of last year's roster was stronger in paper you know depending on where you want to put them um and they were kind of just a mid-table team so i'm willing to just put them as a mid-table ish kind of team again i personally think that six seven eight kind of range is that mid-table for me so i'm happy to put them as a league average team even though they they have a team that look like um have some real potential on paper mm -hmm. i'm still only i'm i'm only comfortable putting putting them mid table which is um probably what karen thought once as well considering he mentioned that he, he he felt like his team wasn't he felt like people were overrating his team last year in the rankings so karen this time i'm gonna i'm not gonna overrate your team i'm just gonna rate your team i will simply i'm not gonna underrate your team i will just rate your team just in the middle safe so hopefully you're okay with that. Um, One minor thing to add, because we've seen some of these like, you know, hints at maybe impossible signing. If that's the case, I'd love to put you lower. I would love nothing more to put signing? this team lower. There's what there's signing? some there's some sort of uh 
uh, uh, molecular, you know, decaying. That of, just, uh, dude, that just meant decay arrived in uh, Washington. Do you know that for a fact? I mean, th th I think dude, that what was is Joe after. Talking about? Uh, that was alpha so, decay. So the, what is Joe talking about? The justice tweeted like an image of molecular like decay, and it was like an alpha particle. People thought that maybe this was like a signing to bolster. No, no it's not a fucking signing. No, I'm hoping I, not. I, uh, I'm hoping not. I doubt there's a signing. I doubt there's a signing. What are they? What are they getting? A third tank? What are they looked at? They looked at Hangzhou and Nabasa like, oh, you know what? We're missing a third fucking tank. <laughs> no, no. They already have three DPS, three supports. Unless they're going for a fourth DPS. No, no, no. Close this back. Surprise. <laughs> what well, now? Everyone's going after. Everyone's going after Xy. It's like, oh shit, better fight for Xy. <laughs> well, that's what we need right now. Another hit scan player. No, it's, they're not having another signing. Um. You know what? If they had another signing, I'll put I'll put them down one even one further in my power ranking. They can they can swap places. Who do I have? They can swap places with Boston if they sign wait, one more player. Wait, wait, you you so, rank them down as they sign players? If they sign one more player, rank them down. That's hassery. <laughs> just because I'm unhappy. Just because yes. it's, just because it's a fucking waste of money. Exactly. No, I, I don't. I think that would actually make the team worse. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. Nice. Let me let me let me let me change. Let me just uh, reiterate. Let me just uh, rephrase something. <laughs> Unless that player is leave who is currently on the market now. That's sure. Different. Yes. That's yes. different. <laughs> if the justice somehow court leave into a franchise deal of like twenty years, yeah. infinity. Because monies. I definitely want. I definitely want another <laughs> another potential. I say potential. He wasn't. He he literally is the current MVP. Another MVP candidate slash potential MVP candidate wasted on a team. That's what mm -hmm. I want. To see yeah. justice do. They've already they ruined Mag and they have to ruin another player. That's what they want. That's what it is, apparently. Um, no, I think this team is it's they're a middle of the table team. Yeah. Um have the capability to punch up. Probably not going to be a tournament contender. But that's fine. They will make they will make like last year, they'll make the playoffs, they'll make the tournaments, they'll have reasonable results, they'll play within their margins. I don't think they'll be disappointing this time because mm. the reason why they were disappointing last time is because we all had them like top three and then they yeah. were way below top three. They were middle of the table and that's disappointing. Whereas here, we just say they're middle of the table. They, they finish middle of the table, no disappointment. Mm. Right? So that's, that's where I have them. Um, cool. So a couple of notes from here. We've now revealed two justices, all three Parises, still no mayhem. Yeah. I haven't done Toronto yet, so I'm I'm the only Toronto believer. You guys are we got some heavy mayhem believers. You guys have hit mayhem in the top seven. The fans are going to go yeah. wild. The fans are yeah. like, oh, Koyeska and Joe have mayhem in the top seven. What is this? I mean, more um, respectable than Toronto fan service. Yeska <laughs> Yeska has justice in the top seven somewhere. Yeah, that's fair, untenable. I think I think I think Yeska has just the seventh. Has Let's to. take a look has at seventh to, right? place. Let's take a look at seventh place. Yes, get yep. Boom, done. I knew it. <laughs> I've I've correctly predicted two Yeskas now. I don't know. I just get a feel. I got a feeling for it. I I think I feel like I know where Yeskas put certain teams. Mm. So I'm gonna put you up there first. We just talked about justice. You have them only one ranking higher. To be fair, it's not that different from where we had. What, what are your thoughts? It's just the same as what we we're saying, but maybe one better. Yeah, I think that we're not too far apart uh, in that regard. I think. Um... 
yes, the backline has some question marks. I think like that. I I still think I'm still a decay believer. Like whatever. I I think that it's not about his personal skill that makes could cause the issue. It's only about compatibility, right? And generally speaking, like that team is well staffed. Theoretically, they should run into very few meta holes. Um, they they have like the f facility to back it up. I think, generally speaking, I don't see why they would drop too radically from last year. I think mm -hmm. on paper they haven't really improved by much, but I think yeah, if they if they end up being eighth, that's fine with me. If they end up being sixth. That's fine with me too. Six to eight it seems reasonable. Yep. Agreed, agreed. Okay. Um I'm gonna say my Toronto defense for last. We'll we'll, we'll finish up the Boston. We have a two Bostons sure. ready. Yeah. You you are the person that have ranked Boston the highest. Clearly you have a lot of faith in faith. Uh you've 100%. ranked you've ranked Boston three positions higher than Giska, two positions higher than me. Mm. And you have them above Washington, New York. And Toronto, you, you, you're you're on you're on some Boston juice. What's going on? A little bit. Um, I think like an aggregate of like where you guys have put them and where like I have them is it feels to me like a ceiling. Um, or or very very nearing it. Um, I look at this team, uh, much in the same way that Yiska was kind of spinning it. You look at Striker, you know how dominant he was on Trace for so long. I I think he can kind of bring something similar. Um, I don't see Tracer being like out of the meta. You you look at everything that has been said about the the alpha beta, whatever you want to call it. Um, you talk about you know how important DPS are going to be. I think Striker is going to be very valuable to this team, uh, even though yes, I've been very vocal about his hero pool being quite shallow. Valentine, I don't think last season was indicative of his skill. Uh, I can't really speak to Victoria all that much. I'm a Marv One simp, um, and I've grown to quite enjoy mm -hmm. Punk. I think he's quite good. Um, and then you look at the support line and it feels they can, they, they, they play the field incredibly well, whether it's double flex support, whether it's, you know, putting, whether you need a Lucio, what, whatever they can do it. And it feels like that just stretches through the entire team. Like they're going to be able to play the field no matter what meta. I agree with you. Uh, like this is going to be a very flexible, very fast paced, very agile, you know, seasonal meta game game. Right. And I think Boston does it, does it really, really well. Um, they have a lot of potential playmaking to bring it home. Um, and I can see them doing quite well. I do I see them stretching the entire season? Probably not. Um, there are some positions that I am a little suspect of. Um, I do kind of sense some volatility internally um, or or potential to. I shouldn't say uh, it's happening now, but I can see some some friction there um, that could cause some some roadblocks. but all in all, I think it's a, it's a well-built team. I think it covers a lot of the bases. It checks the boxes for me. Um, yeah, feels good. Okay. Um, so when we look across these rankings, it's interesting because Toronto and Boston are kind of the same here. It's, you know, three different rankings, but mm -hmm. all within four places. Um and you know kind of three places apart or some of them between us uh, yeah i i can't help but believe in the roster quality of toronto to get them through 
Okay. Um, and they haven't burned me mm-hmm. as much as Washington and Boston have. <laughs> um, burned me a little bit. Toronto, I think, have one of the best backlines in the league. Mm-hmm. And Agreed. all this talk about, oh yeah, what are these rumors about supports? I don't, I don't care about that because anything can change. Things will change. You could have a meta that could be dominated by, by supports even. I mean, that's re- getting really hypothetical, but I just don't... Being that that's hypothetical, I, I just think, like, any any potential rumors of weak support metas is still, like, you know, unless that literally remains for the rest of the year, which I don't suspect it will. Mm. Um, I don't know. That That's just not not a thing I'm concerned about. What I'm concerned about is how good are these players individually, and Chorong and Twilight are insane. They're one of the best uh, as, far as, the de- as, as far as the support duos goes. I'm not as down on the Muse Hotbird line. I think even if you're not big on Muse, I think Hotbird did well last year in Fusion. Um, and I'm still I'm still pretty trusting Hotbird. I also don't think... It's not like Muse can't play Ryan at all. You have to remember part of the whole Gladge thing. It's not just that Muse is, Muse is Ryan was the conversation. Mm-hmm. You have to remember it's a skewed Brig being in the conversation as well. True. You've really... Glads really want to play dive comps because skewed has had an insane Brig. Mm. And Muse is more comfortable in dive tanks. I mean, it just all makes sense. It's not just because he didn't want to play Ryan, he couldn't play Ryan or something. That's only one part of the equation. And I don't and I think that's that entire narrative is blown out of proportion. People think like he just can't play Ryan, like what he can't fucking right click him, hold up a fucking shell, get out of here. Like he can play Ryan, he's just better mm. on the dive tanks. That's it. That's simply it. You know? True. They played to their strengths. Space is better on Diva. They played to their strengths. I don't see what the issue is. So I'm not like super down on music. I don't think he's the best player. I just think mm-hmm. people have blown blown DPX comments out of proportion and just completely made some crazy mountain out of a mo- out of a molehill there, and that's just not fair on him. So I'm, I'm that's I I don't look I don't read into that. I think you guys are a bit down on the Hisu although finale line. Um, I've seen some really big highs out of Hisu. I'm not saying he's consistently always there, but he's had some really big highs in the past for me. But I've looked at him cross Runaway and then mm-hmm. you know, um, some moments on. On Philly as well, even last year when his team was struggling, he had some good moments. Not all the time, but his his peaks are there. Um, I casted all though through through his contenders career. Uh, looked at him on London, excuse me, London as well. And he's a good player. I think I think he would have. Um, I think he'll be. A, I I think I expected him to be in the league because I felt like his mechanics were good enough. Um, mm. And he will have a lot to prove here. He he is obviously not with the team just yet due to the is he injured or did he get COVID or something? I can't remember. Maybe it was the visa, or whatever. He's so he's not there. So that's going to be a bit of a negative, but that's not going to be the whole season. Ideally, I don't think yeah. it is. He's going to be there eventually. So maybe they struggle in the first stage, but we get to stage two, three, four. He'll be fine. Um, finale, I don't know enough about, but he's a part of that sort of Victoria finale stellar trio from Uprising Academy. Was a pretty highly rated team. I'll give him a pass. I think Toronto are decent. I think this is a decent team. I don't think they'll win a tournament, but I think they have a lot of you know, power to be a team that could even reach into the top five if everything clicks properly. I don't think they I don't think they have that many negatives. I think they could have had better mm. pieces. It's clear that they would have targeted other pieces that they failed to get. But that's not a negative for them. I think what they ended up getting is still really good. Um mm. so I'm I'm happy to put them seventh. I think that's a very safe position. I think they will I think they have a lot of capability to be above seventh, but I'm okay for them to be in seventh for now. Mm. So We've revealed all Toronto, all Paris, all Washington, all Boston. One New York still in there. Or oh, where have I put New York? Oh shit! 
<laughs> where have you guys put mayhem? Oh, shit. So here it is. It's going to be uh, sixth place New York for me, and then sixth place mayhem for the two of you. Boom. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> shall I? Shall I? Go, I might as well go. Shall I just go first to explain New York, and you so. guys do mayhem back to back? Um. Oh boy, is there a four position gap between? <laughs> My mayhem and your mayhem, and a how many is this? One, two, three, four, five positional gap between my New York and Yiska's New York. Now, I think this is the opposite of Yiska in some ways, where he he thinks that his pick is probably a risky pick for egg on face potential. I think mine is a little bit as well. Um, I think again, I look at on paper strength here, and I'm not considering too many other factors yet except for on paper strength because that to me is what's going to carry you through the season a lot. Uh, even though I think the, the, the fact that they only have five players is crazy, and that that's not good. That's yeah, not yeah. good at all. I should have them lower for that. I really should have them lower for that. Um, But it's just too hard for me to... When I look at Florida, Yaki, Kellen, I just... Oh, I get baited. I get yeah. baited so hard into wanting to believe in this team. So I've put them in a position that I think is on the higher end for them. Like, oh, it'll work out. Flora, Yaki, and Kellen will carry the team. It'll be fine, you know. But this is this is high potential for me to also mm -hmm. get egg on my face when we get through the season. Yisk is right, and New York are all the way down there. And then I'm like, oh, I look stupid now. But why well, don't you, New York look stupid because they, they <laughs> yeah. for some reason decided of a five man team and just had zero flexibility. Well done. Um. And somehow wasted a Wayaki again. Two years in a row, Yaki would have been wasted. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Essentially, what's going to happen is either me, either I'm going to get egg on my face, or Yisker is going to get egg on his face, and both would be acceptable in terms mm -hmm. of the re end result. So I don't know. New York ends up being a very hard team to rank for that reason because their capability is so high. Yeah. In terms of success, but the capability to just bomb out is also pretty yeah. apparent yeah. based on what we're mm -hmm. seeing. Yeah. So. Very risky position, but I, I, I'm just I have that hopium. I'm definitely sucking up that hopium a little bit. I I hear you. I I wanted I wanted to like this team. You saw that first like roster announcement. You're like, oh, what a good start. What a good start. I can't wait to see what this they do. And then that was it. And then it just and that ended. was it. And I was just like, <laughs> fuck. And right, I, like, I could I can see worlds where they they genuinely hold that position. Like if metas just kind of go their way all season, like it's it's not that crazy. But you both yeah. have mayhem four ranks above me. Both of you have them in sixth place. That is dangerously close to top six. Yeah. Uh, above teams like Toronto, Washington, mm. Boston, New York, even Par even Jessica's yeah. beloved Paris. You have mayhem sixth place that is a lot of faith could that yep. be even more egg on face potential than my new york yeah i think it might be oh yeah. yeah this is this is the bold one this is the hot this is the hot ones this is the fucking apollo sauce this is the the, 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 the bomb this is the bad bomb. dog whatever the hell right like this is the spicy one you know we've talked about how this is a team that can punch above their weight um, I've done some of the legwork. I've looked at Hydron. You They're know, punching like, way above this the weight. Is here. You got a feather, you got a, you got a, you got a featherweight punching up to, mm. I don't want to say heavyweight, into, into, into a cruiserweight here. You got a <laughs> featherweight punch into cruiserweight here. What's going on? It, Joe, do you want I, I me, think, because this is the temple of uh, Mayhem Faith, do you, Faith, do you want me to do the 
temple sounds while you talk about why we're dumb? No. <laughs> Albert paid you. I get it. I get it. You, just, you can just you can just say it. You know, Albert gave you money. I understand. You're sponsored. You know. I would love to be hashtag bricked up, you know, if, yeah, if somebody I got, wants to toss some. I got that Mera celery for shilling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we juiced the, we juiced the, the yeah, Albert's they, rankings. They got, they got rid of Mera so that they can reapply yeah. that, re reallocate that salary towards the marketing division. And you guys are just part of the marketing arm now. Okay, okay. It, it'll be interesting. Continue. I'm I'm interested to see where Yiska and I differ in terms of reasoning. Um, Because I'm... Mine is like very much intangibles. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about most of these players, like intangibly. Like I've heard very, very good things about Hydron. I've heard very good things about Checkmate. I don't think like these last few seasons have been kind to him. Um, mixed results on someone skill wise, nothing bad, but it's just like mid to like good. Um, and then I hear a lot of like his leadership skills, his calming like a great teammate, people that want like they want him around. They want to play with him. That's the, these are the, the kind of things that I've heard. Um, now, I have been historically down on Anima um, and it's and it's to a point when you when we get a little bit higher up that it's like splitting hairs. Like, do you have a main support? I don't know. Like I have it's it's just a personal bias of mine. I have never quite enjoyed what I've seen, but at least they can field the role. And I think that that it is important. Um Kareev, another historical, just like punching bag on this podcast. As much as we bully him, or as much as I bully him, I shouldn't speak for anybody else. Um, he is he is talented. He is a playmaker, and if there is a, a position for him to make a play, I think he's going to be there. Then you look at this coaching staff. You look at Gunboat. You look at what he's done in two different games now. You look at what kind of trajectory that this team has. I think they have a lot to prove. I think this is a a chemical reaction of the right pieces, the right coaching staff, the right amount of expectations. I think they, I think they shoot up. I think they do a lot of upsetting. People are going to be pissed. Bro, you know what it takes my soul to arrive at overhyping a team whose backline is Kareev and Animal. <laughs> And you've I done feel this. you, brother. You've, I you've feel got, you. You've, you've got this team three places over Choron Twilight. Just remember that. Bro, true, true. you know how this crushes everything I stand for and have stood for in the last two years? It is nuts. And there's only one reason I, why I can do that. And I think the only reason why I can justify this is the the one thing that I've come to believe in more than my hatred towards the overhypement of these two players is my belief in Gunbus' ability to find uh, market uh, inefficiencies. I thought you were gonna say scrimbucks. That's cool, but how do you how do you so how are you sixth place out of thirteen from that? Okay. I mean, tune into my Scrimbox stock exchange. <laughs> you, know, you will, you will. I will go a little bit uh, into. So how do you play explain digits. Joe then? He, he but, didn't get any fucking but Scrimbox. Nope. I he just put them there. I think, <laughs> I think there's a potential that this team has the rookie of the year. What? In who? You will have to read my Scrimbox stock exchange. There's no shot. There's no shot. Well, friends, there definitely is a shot, and. It's now like the fourth or fifth person has told me that one player has 
very definitely surprise them. Really? Yeah. Huh. So. I'm impressed. Um, Color me shocked. Now, okay, in general, right? I think the mayhem is just playing like the criticism that they got. I understand like we all want to sit in a room and sing Kumbaya and feel great about ourselves. But if you want to win in this league, there are definitely rules set up that let you allow or allow you to do stuff like the mirror situation where you just eject someone late if you realize that there are things you could be improving on. Right? And like, if a talent is available, not only that, if you also can take him away from competition, if you can just cycle through, like, that's a, that's a, that's an equation that doesn't work too, too long unless you have success. Because, like, if you're the team that is known for injecting talent quickly and isn't good, now you have a problem, a reputational problem as a team, right? Where, other than that, if this works, you can keep going. Now, Look at Gamba's record. Like, it, that's a guy that's most definitely underrated in what he has been able to do. Like, in terms of, like, some of the biggest punch-up potential teams in the uh, in Overwatch League history, in a lot of them, Gamba's uh, is one of the behind-the-scenes. Like, this is a guy that doesn't care about reputation or whatever. Like, he cares about what wins. That's why, like... I, I want. I don't know, right? But I am. I just imagine like this is basically like they looked at the play, what's happening on the server, and just decided, okay, this is where we can improve the most on. He also doesn't care particularly. Like he has honed in on uh, like one player, and you will just tell the other player in the same position, "I'm sorry, dude. This guy is just like way too good. You're not going to play on my team." Yeah. Right. He's not going to give you so any again, illusions. You say, I, okay, you don't, you don't have to convince me when you talk about the Gumba punching up, but right, bro, you've punched up how many positions again? One, two, four positions from where I am. Mm -hmm. You've punched up so many. That yeah. that's are we? Are you? Have you? Have you ranked them like? Is this how far they can punch up? Like, where where is this for you? Is this like? Yeah, the top of the range for I think they can get fifth, but that's, that's <laughs> same. They could be a top five team. I agree with that. Oh fuck! Yep. Right. I mean, there's some, there's some holes like near the team. They they could Reddit's also be an eleventh. They wild. They could also be an eleventh team if shit goes uh, awry. Though not a headline. Surely not a news 11. headline. News headline. Yes, good things mayhem could could go as high as top five. Boom. I th Mind I think my blown. Oh, is like eight. I'd right. say eight. Yeah, eight doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like, think. I think they're better. There's. I think they're just better than Justice. Six, six to I eight shouldn't be, but six to eight. Like if they're landing there, I don't feel proven wrong. Let's say that. Yeah. Yeah. I can already imagine. Like, I'm seeing. I'm looking the future. I'm already seeing the comments. How how could they have mayhem above Justice? Decay's way better than Hydron. Uh, oh, what? Someone had a mags better than, you know. Bro. Yeah, they said the you same guys, thing about you. Guys stir, you guys are starting yeah. some shit. You guys, you guys about to be stirring some shit. 
how could they have mayhem in sixth place and Toronto in the tenth place when you got Chorong Twilight versus Kareev Animo? I I can already see it. You guys, you guys are really well, we're stirring we're stirring up some shit. I'm here. I say, for let's not forget you guys. Shit, you, guys right? are, yeah. you guys are stirring some shit up. He won't this is Roll Star Kareev. He won't be playing for a while. Majed, unless Majed yeah. can get yeah. to NA, he won't be playing for a while. Yeah, so. I don't. I don't expect Majed to. He's gonna need an alien saucer to pick him up and drop him off. Yeah, that's tough. And getting over. That's um, a tough one. That's and that's not even some sort of. That's just a normal alien joke. Not even like an illegal alien joke. Just a regular sure. standard normal, normal alien from joke. From ours. Yeah. wherever. Just not from Earth. Anywhere sure. that's not from Earth. Yes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Look, again, I'm someone that has a lot of faith in mayhem, but that's that's mm. a, that's that is quite some faith you have. So what do we got left? Um, we've revealed all mayhems. We've revealed the New York. I think we've got them. Looks like our top five. Yeah, we're five, starting to get some new teams. Our top five is all consolidated together. Let's see if we yeah. all. I expect yes. Got the same fifth place. Have we got all the same fifth place? I've got to assume. Oh, okay. That is spicy. Mm. Now, okay. I want to hear that. What? The, the rain placement? Oh. oh. Really? I think I, I think it's guys, it's clear. It's, there's an obvious reason I, I why I put them here in fifth place. You're overcompensating it's I, for Austra Australians? It's it's because I <laughs> fucked up. It's because I fucked up, that's all it is. I've simply made a mistake and I put them too low. No, it's because I'm trying to I'm trying to appeal I'm trying to appeal to the masses. Because all, all the fans think Atlanta's bad. They think Atlanta's bad. Right? bad? They think Atlanta's bad, so I gotta I gotta put them lower ah. than where I want to, to appeal oh, to the Jesus. masses. You oh, know, Christ. I'm I'm farming karma here. I'm 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 a, I'm a karma <laughs> farmer. That's why I put mayhem lower than than you guys. I've put Atlanta uh, lower. True. Than you okay. I'm, I'm starting I'm to see the strats. To, I'm trying to appeal to the to, to the <laughs> common denominator fan who thinks this way as well. So you know, I'm I'm with you. I'm with your two digit IQ people. I'm with you right there with my <laughs> mm. uh, look. You might be you might you might be on two digit digit IQ, but my three digit IQ is only just a flat one hundred. <laughs> I'm just I'm just one above ninety nine. You're I'm king of the fools. I'm with you. Yep. Hey, it's good to be king. Um, True. As long as I'm king. <laughs> Look, I first of all, top five is fucking great. Oh, Let's just fantastic. get that out of the way. Yeah. Top five is amazing. Congratulations. Atlanta being a top five, great. Mm -hmm. A good position for them. Here's a here's a couple of things. Okay, th there's a lot of positives. First of all, Ultraviolet OG, great duo. Mm -hmm. Hawk, great player. Gator, good in his own way, but he is, I, I think Hawk's probably going to end up being the better player of, of two. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Kai Venom Nero, I think Kai is the key outstanding player here. I think Nero was decent last year, but it's no, it's it's pretty clear he will be a downgrade over Pelican. People are going to mention Speedly. Don't bother. He's yeah. not going to be playing for like a million years. This guy doesn't even come in until halfway through stage three, like yep. get out of here. Mm -hmm. he, maybe okay. There's an offshoot chance that Speedly comes in. He's just the best fucking player, and they just win the league off that. But that's unlikely, man. You 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 can't be banking on your best player coming in that late yep. to change your season. That's just silly. That's stupid. That's really silly. Now, minuscule chance that 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 is what happens, and I'm willing to I'm willing to accept that risk. But it just seems. Like such an unlikely thing for me. I don't hate the signing. I just think like you can't depend on this guy being what changes yeah. your fate when you have to play two and a half stages without him. Mm. Um, 
And he can't even he can't even really practice with you for two and a half stages because if you're scrimming with Speedly during the time that mm. that you're not even going to use him, that's just a waste of time. That's just a waste of scrims when you need to be practicing with your team that's actually going to be playing. So yeah, there's just a lot going on there. Um, Venom right now is, a, is still a bit of a one trick. I'm, mm. I'm sure he's learning other heroes, but he's just a tracer player, which means if it's not a tracer meta, it's just Kai and Nero. Yeah. Uh, and I think Kai is really good, but um, when I look at the other when I look at the other rosters above, I just see better pieces in certain areas, mm. and. It's rough because I think this is interchangeable with Houston. I, I probably should have put Houston here. Probably should have. Sorry. I, yeah. Yeah. I probably should have put Houston here. Probably should have put Rain in fourth instead. But I got a lot of faith in this kind of Dante Pelican line. Mm. Um, and I do rate Piggy. The truth is, I do rate Piggy. That's the truth. Mm. Um, I don't underrate Gator and Hawk. And I, I think I, I think I do sing their praise a little bit. I think they did better as a duo. For, to be fair, if this was six v six, I think I'd have Atlanta higher. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've probably, I think I've probably made a mistake in 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 terms of the backline. I think Iris Lastro is good, but may, I probably prefer OG Ultraviolet. It's, this is just a really hard one. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, for sure, the, stuff for me, Atlanta Houston could have easily have been exchanged here. It's mm. just, it's just close. I think Houston yeah. do have a good roster as well. I'm not gonna talk about Houston too much here. It's just because. You guys have Houston, mm-hmm. so I kind of have to kind of play the other side a little bit here as well. Um, I don't know. This one was this one is potentially a misranking, but I'll 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 cop it. You know, I'll cop it on the face. Yeah. Um, I I think we're getting close to splitting hairs. If I'm gonna be honest, like it, it's yeah. really coming down to like how we view what the new game looks like, where we place our you know our individual weights. Like I don't th- I don't think you're like far off i think like that's probably within the range like i th- I would say atlanta rain is like very clearly a top five team i think that's just safe to say and if i'm allowed as well you know the junk buck coach lead jake sure. trio of coaching the back i think it's pretty reasonable mm-hmm. um not okay. that i underrate brad and danny it's just you know <laughs> i don't know i think houston have a lot of pluses that when i start adding them all together it just it's just my opinion at the end of the day. Yeah. I think it's just, I just think my opinion landed that I thought Houston were better than Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, but the truth is, you could easily exchange them any day of the week. That's the truth. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, how juiced are you, Jessica? I mean, how juiced are I, you? I think in some metas, Houston is top three. I think that's that, that could happen. <clears throat> I think, really? yeah, I think generally speaking, um, I think especially Junkbuck as a strategician standard thing, mm-hmm. um, no, it's like we'll really it. strong, um, yes. where, <clears throat> where he probably has a leg up on basically almost every other coach in the league. Um, I think this, this roster's, I don't know, like getting Pelican is actually just nuts, right? Like, yeah, that's in that situation, kind of... um, one I of think... the biggest wins of the off season. Yeah, easily. I think, like, yes, the Peggy solo tank line is a big question mark for sure, and that's why I had to put them lower. 
I actually, mm. in all actual fact, I like when I handed in my rankings, I actually did tier breaks. And for me, Houston is in its own tier. It's clearly like above the mid, but it's below the top four for me. Mm, okay. Interesting. I I think I see where you're going with like the tier break. Um, there's just like I agree with you. Piggy solo tank is a question. Um, not one that I think is unreasonable. If Houston were to rock out and like he he has like a, a serviceable like main tank and his flex tanks are all like up to snuff, like yeah, I can see it. I, I think like he's shown enough proficiency at some of these newer heroes that I I would be like charitable to the idea that he'd be able to like hold the field, but we haven't seen it yet, right? So I have to judge it as I see it. You know, I don't see a main support. I that, that is a question mark for me, right? Like we've seen Lucio a lot through overwatch right now is it going to be a crazy lucio playmaking meta i don't know but not being able to field a competent like main support is has me suspect now that just gets kind of you know overwritten when you look at this dps trio um i've i've been pretty bullish on merit for a long time even though like yes i've heard that you know inconsistencies have plagued him as of late i don't think i need to say much about pelican and dante i think is a great glue piece and is kind of a franchise face for this team not that you know franchise faces are somehow like indicative of skill but um yeah i they're important where they need to be important um they have some question marks i'd like to put them a little bit higher i'd like to see them maybe sign a couple more people but i understand that's probably pretty hard when you look at the score um and i again i rate the coaching staff uh, i echo the same thing uh, that the the boys have said, I I do trust that uh, Junk Buck should be able to find some metas and maybe some creative looks. Um, yeah, I like Outlaws for the most part. I'd like to put them a little bit higher, but I need to see a little bit more flexibility from the roster. Alrighty, fourth place. Is it just a swap around? Is it just a little bit of a switcheroo? Have either you put Atlanta even higher? Do you guys have Atlanta maybe in third place? Mm. We'll see about that one. Is this just going to be a couple of shocks in here? Uh, I've already kind of soft admitted I probably put Houston here. So let's take a look. <laughs> is, it, is it just going to be a mix of Houston Atlanta? Okay. Oh, wait, there's a Glads in here. Bruh, there's a Glads in here. Oh, it's a Glads, and I thought Glads. I was low on Glads. Holy fuck, there's a hey, Glads. Hey, hey. Oh, boy. Start, it's got, too you spicy. Got some spicy. To do. You, got, you got to start us off with that because that's spicy. I'm not sure if it's that spicy. So, in my mind, like, I think Atlanta is just, like, a very good team. Um, I think they arguably upgraded. I think mm -hmm. they have, like, backburner potential at the end of the season. I think we, we got to remind ourselves that this is a top three team of last year. Most definitely. Don't give me that Chengdu shit. Where was Chengdu in the finals? I didn't see Chengdu. <laughs> That's a team that participated in every single tournament. What were you talk about? I don't know. Actually, oh, not yeah, the first one, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. So, I'm, I'm here for it. So putting some respect on the Atlanta name, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like um, the, the, I'm not hating on, on Glatz. I think they're also, it, there's definitely potential for them to be as high as second. Um, yeah. I think there there rightfully have to be some question marks in the most what I consider the to be the most impactful role, which is DPS. Sure. 
and I don't know if Pat like you you're now counting on Patapan and Ants being in top shape mm -hmm. in order to hang with the rest of the DPS lines that are all like indiscriminately cracked in the top four. And I'm not sure if I'm like putting all my eggs in that basket then, right? Um I think that backline is nutty. I think that tank line has everything covered. But like that is also true for everyone else in the top four, seemingly. Mm -hmm. And that that question mark then makes me think, okay, what if? You know? What mm -hmm. if? And yeah, like I don't think Okay, if if Ans is just Ans again, I'm wrong. I'll be wrong, right? But if not, bro, other teams have sparkle. Other other th teams have proper. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about it. Other teams have Kai. True. Well, they have Kester, yeah, yeah. True. But you gotta <laughs> have a second have guy. Yeah, you have a gotta have a uh, second guy, and that. I mean, I don't. I, there's a few teams above that I don't think have a second guy. I'm not gonna lie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Fair play. I think there's plenty of teams in this top five that don't have a second guy. Personally, that's, that's maybe a spicy take for me. But I think I think I'm, first I think I'm on, good on that same track. <laughs> yeah, true. Huh? Their first What's guy that? is just so good, though. <laughs> Kevster's too, but well, Kevster's a first guy that's yeah, so good yeah. as well. Yeah, I'm just sure. saying, but is he oh, yeah. got some role players up in the top five for sure. I I see you. Okay, I'm not going to do. I'm not really even going to talk about Houston at all because I already did. It. I think when I yeah. talked about Atlanta, yeah. I just did both teams, mm -hmm. and I already said I already said my piece. They're exchangeable. I could have easily have had Houston in fifth. I probably should have had them in fifth, mm -hmm. but I decided to put them in, in fourth. I, I I was charitable, a little bit charitable here. Beasley paid me money. That's what it is. <laughs> I got paid under the table by Beasley to put them above Houston. Uh, they, above, they got above rid of Atlanta. Jake and they said, yeah. all it was. Hashtag all it was. Yeah. <laughs> San Francisco shock and fourth. Which means yeah. you have them below Dallas, Glads, Atlanta. Yeah. In whatever order. This one, this one feels like the most, like, if I had to, like, egg potential award, I think this one might be it for me. Um... And, and like, as you're talking about, like, how, like, the top five, like, there's maybe not, like, a strong second guy. Maybe that's kind of where I, I overview or overlook the shock a little bit. Like, I've heard good things about Kilo, but I also don't know how, like, we've talked about DPS, and we've talked about Hitscan, and I've kind of waffled back and forth on whether or not I think I should rate Hitscans, like, incredibly high. Like, I've seen Kilo. I think he is quite good. I've seen Sam in NA and I'm a, like, I wasn't blown away, but that's not a bad thing. Um, I'm not huge on the solo tank. I'm not huge on the not, no having a flex support. Like, yes, crusty. I get it. Yes. Nine K. I get it. Um, maybe proper can just run the show, but, uh, it's a little thin for me. I'd be much, I want to put this team higher. I really do. But I look at like the rest of the teams I have above them and they kind of check the boxes. Yes. Um, I think Glads have some questions that, you know, I'm going to have to echo what, what Yiska kind of had to say about their DPS line. Um, but when I look at just a well-built team, 
the shock seem like they have good pieces, but I don't know if they're like a full team, if that makes sense. Mm. I think there's there's some there's some suspect deficiencies that I think they may have to fill mid season. Maybe. Mm. We'll see. There's definitely the smallest shock roster we've had for some time. Mm. Uh well, I'll explain shock when we get there. When we get there. <laughs> Do we get there? I now? assume this is where Yeska probably has shock as well in third. Uh, because I think Yiska's no, he doesn't. I think Yiska's got shock. I think this is where you both got Atlanta. Let's take a look. Third place, double Atlanta. Show it to me. One Atlanta. Okay. Holy shit. <gasps> Joe's got Atlanta at the top two. Yeah. Oh shit. That's wild, bro. I mean, it's not that wild, but it is kind of wild. All right. Um. <laughs> I'll I'll do shock since you just did shock. Sure. Um I I've noted the same deficiencies you have. Hmm. But because I am proper's agent, I do have to pop up <laughs> a box a so that when he gets sold again, sure. I get my cut. I gotta get my kickback a little mm, bit, you know mm, what I'm saying? Mm, so, mm, um <laughs> No, I think proper does I think proper is I'm I'm definitely on that juice a little bit. I think this is this guy is good enough that he's he's gonna propel he propels the team higher than four or five for me. Just having him on the team propels this team so much higher. Um, I think Kilo is a lot in there as well. I think I think Kilo's sort of reputation in terms of where people think he is has fluctuated between like oh insane rookie pickup to like oh he's not that consistent to. I think it's now kind of evening it out evening out mm. a little bit between overrated and underrated now he's just rated correctly which mm. is that he's a great rookie talent probably not going to be a 2020 arms type of guy but i mean that's a once in a general that's a that was such a crazy performance that even arms can't repeat it himself right even the guy that did it can't do it again so no one can really live up to that um the solo tank here with Kaluj. Mm-hmm. Does raise some questions, but he also was kind of like the the tank to pick up if you want to mm-hmm. get a tank from NA. So I don't hate it. Um, I'm starting to come around to the idea of Violet main support as well. And technically, they do cover double flex. I guess Violet just has to be like a, a support flex god. Yeah, um, I'm really big on Finn though, because here's the other thing. I think the 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 other player on this team that also just gives me a ton of confidence is how damn good Finn is. Mm-hmm. To me, in the the flexible position from Contenders career, Finn was the outstanding number one player from that position mm-hmm. by a margin, you know. So, um, he he really does give me some potential alarm vibes, you mm-hmm. know. When alarm first came to the league, I don't obviously I don't think Finn can win rookie of the year when his teammate sure. is proper, but you know, he he gives me similar to like it it does make me feel a lot like. When alarm joined, it's like, dude, this one flex support is so un- unreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that he's the guy putting Violet onto main support really tells you a lot. Because he did the same thing at O2 Blast when when he was playing with Neko. Neko was a flex support. He put Neko into a main support. And this guy Finn came along. I was like, who the fuck is Finn? Legitimately mm-hmm. what I was thinking in my brain. I was like, who the f- who's Finn? How is, he, how is this Finn guy put Neko on main support? And then Finn mm. was crazy. I'm like, oh, that's how. That's why. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Crusty Kasora's great coaching team as well. 
Yeah. Um, 9K. Oh, I've got to put Bizenith in there. Uh, sorry, what's that? 9K back as well, yeah. Um, actually, Bizenith is no longer there. I was looking at the previous year. Yeah, 9K there as well. So I think there's a... I think they, I think they figured out... I, I think this is actually probably a good thing for Shock to, to have toned down their roster because it seems like the bulkiness of their previous rosters cost them more yeah. than it... Than, than what the benefits it gave them mm. because it almost gave cross to this mind fog like oh let's just give everybody a chance we'll just play everybody and he's just got into this weirdness zone where he's like no you got to focus roster now this is all you've got to work with you got to make it work but just so it happens all you got to work with is like fucking pocket aces so great yeah. just hope just hope you get something good on the flop all right so that's shock for me yeah yeah i guess for me, for Atlanta, I think, once again, this is like the top four is pretty close. Um, I think they just have a very stable DPS line with upside at the back. I think their, mm -hmm. their back line will probably prove to be pretty good. Um, I'm not concerned about double flex supports uh, positioning anymore. I think OG is uh, mechanically strong enough. Um and then, man, I'm I'm turning into a hawk believer. This kid is actually mad underrated. Or probably was last season as well. Mm. Um, like you know how we have zero roll stars in a team that is top three. <laughs> Hawk's probably the most robbed out of the. Oh <laughs> uh, or I guess Pelican. No, was no, 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 no. It was Pelican. Yeah, let's oh, be clear. Yeah, that's fair. That's Pelican fair, that's was fair. the most robbed. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's it's fair to have them there. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they were to land below Glads or, I mean, above Shock, I guess. But mm. yeah, overall, this is once again like a sick team, despite a pretty pretty big rebuild. Will probably once again be a player-led team, um, and I think that just works for them because they're just mechanically and skill-wise so strong on every position. Mm. And it comes to Glads. Um, yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Um, I like this roster in general. I really, really do. Um, my big question comes in the biggest role for me. Um, echoing a lot of what you guys had to say about Ons and Patty. Um, I put them a little bit higher, I think, because I put just a little bit more into the benefit of the doubt of like giving the coaching staff like, okay, I don't think you sign somebody who's been a year out if, you know, because they're your friend, right? Like, that's not the case. Yeah. Like, he has to have something tangible to make a signing. I don't think, you know, we're past this idea of just like, oh, well, I trust you because, you know, I worked with you. No, 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 no. Like that, that may play a role, but I think like at the end of the day, everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to do well. Everybody wants to have job security. Right. And the only way you do that is if you perform. Um, the, both these players have to have had performed um, in any kind of trials or, or some sort of, you know, trialing process. Um that said, I, I do hold my reservations. I'd like to put them higher. I think this, like, you're moving those question marks. If I if I see some of those scrims or I see some of those, you know, uh, if I see stability at that DPS, I probably could juice this team quite, quite high. I think it is very, very well built. 
for me it's just it's just a little bit of hesitation on dps i'm i'm it's it's almost there for me can't believe you guys are so low on the glads number one baby best <laughs> team in the world um wow my respect if you actually put them one i don't think true. <laughs> i'm this brave I mean, you were brave enough to put New York in 11th, so, you know, we got to even shit out somewhere. You up all my bravery. Uh, oh, man. Okay, so we're getting in the top two now. So, obviously, revealing second place is also going to, by d default, reveal first, but we're, we're not going to show first just to keep the consistency. We're just going to show the second place. Let's go ahead and see it. This is going to be where the rest is shock. Yeah, no okay. Dallas, because we've all put Dallas first, of course. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna defend my my Glad's pick here because mm. first of all, you don't need both Arns and Patty to pop off. Only one of them need to pop off because True. Kev's is gonna be there. Okay. True. So that's some redundancy. First and foremost. Secondly, even if they they don't even need to pop off, I should, they just need to do fine because most of these teams don't have two amazing DPSs. Mm -hmm. It's just the one guy, and we I mean we already had this discussion, but. Glad's one guy is Kefster, and that's fucking fine. Like, mm. shit, that's great. That's that's amazing. You know, um, out of the top five, I don't even. Oh, oh, let me do a little bit of a preview of Dallas. I don't even think Dallas have two great DPSs when they have four. I think it's just Sparkle to me. So, mm. I, don't, I just don't think it's a big deal. Unless we're talking, the Shanghai is one of the few teams. Shanghai and yes. Seoul. When I look at them, like, oh, there's like two, maybe even three great DPSs. Most of these NA teams, like, yeah, there's one guy. But that's fine. Mm. Fuck it. There's one guy. That's what it is. It is what it is. So even if it's just Kevster, cool. On Shark, it'll just be proper. Right? On Rain, it'll just be Kai. Fun. Cool. You know? True. <laughs> it's just one guy on Mo. It'll just be Pelican on Houston. Cool. It'll just be one guy on all the other teams, on all these other mm. NA teams, too. So why is it a big deal if it's just one guy on guides? Same shit everywhere else. Who cares? Um, <laughs> yeah. And probably the best back line. I think the best support line in NA by far. Shoe skewed Astro. Unbeatable. They have the best support line yeah. in North yeah. America. Yeah, I don't hit that. Um cannot cannot com can't compete with that. Space Rhino. Um Rhino the you know, preeminent tank to pick up as a rookie in the NA region. Space is already roll star. Well proven. Great player for this team. Um Kefster's Kefster. You can have question marks about Arns and Patty Pan, but their 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 peaks are insane as well. So yeah. if even just one of them pops off, then this is one of this is maybe the only team in all of NA that actually have two DPSs. Mm. If even just one of them pop off. Mm. So I mean I think I think this is a well planned team. That and I I I know their coaching staff well and I trust their coaching line. I was Let's go Australia, same. baby. Yeah. Team Australia, baby. Let's fucking get it. I, if um, you hadn't said it, I would have. Because my counter-argument would have been, what a coincidence that the one team with two Australian coaches is this highly Jesus. rated. Yeah. yeah. See, if Mayhem had two Australian coaches instead of one, maybe yeah. <laughs> I'd swap them around. Mayhem would be my second place team. Um, um, fuck it. Put Glads in number one. No, don't. Um, but what about Adam? Close. I, have you considered that Adam is also Australian? If he if he changes to a coach, then I'll think about it. If he roll swaps the coach after having not having debuted, imagine debuting as a rookie, then going straight to coach. Oof. Um. <laughs> he said. Anyway, 
I think, yeah, this is a this is a good looking team. This is one of the mm-hmm. best teams on paper. I already told you, I I rate teams for this power ranking very highly based on on paper strength. And the on paper strength of Gladius is fucking insane. Yeah, yeah, unreal is. strength. So, I feel like I shouldn't have to defend them too much here. Mm-mm. No. Oh. Right. Not at all. You want to take it? You want to take shock? You want to juice us? I think this is it, dude. This is it, baby. Krusty's back. He back. Nine K back. Mm-hmm. We're still we're still not as good as Rush. Apparently, we're, we're, we're <laughs> not back enough. Apparently, yeah. Uh, but I mean, okay. You want you wanted a little bite of the Scrimbox stock exchange a little juice, a little, little bro, little injection, little booster, bro. Proper is everything that he was destined to be and more. Just no, 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 no. Rephrase it. Proper was everything that Avril marketed and more. Go on, say it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because you because you wouldn't be wrong. You wouldn't be wrong if you said that sentence. Is it the problem? Is I initially thought you worked as a PR machine in uh in hyping players into relevance. But now I realize you're actually warping reality to the point where you don't have to do the (laughs) PR. You you actually just warp the skill level of the players that you're hyping into relevance. I'm like I'm like orcs in Warhammer 40k, you know. If I just believe red makes things go faster, it it does. I just will things into existence. I just will, I just I believe that proper is the best player, and he just is. He could be the best player, man. He could just We've be the best player. He could time. be. He hasn't could be. even debuted yet. Rookie season hasn't even debuted yet. Fifth season of the Overwatch League. This yeah. is the golden and child, man. And, and he comes in, he's instantly the best player in the league. First, and he's it's his debut year. He's instantly the best player. That's how crazy this could get me. Are we getting fake at here, man? Is this it? Could be. This is our fake year. This is our fake year, guys. It's it's actually not fair. Now, okay, I think this seems more than proper, though. Even though it doesn't need mm-hmm. that much more. Um, I think they definitely have a problem in the tank position. Uh, I'm not gonna like. Um, bullshit too much around that. I think one co- uh, one tank at the top level is a problem. Um, mm. I think it's also reasonable to expect that this is not the top choice, but the choice that it was available, the best available choice. Mm. Right? I think if if uh, Reina at this point in the offseason by some miracle had been open, then they get Kalush and Reina. Yep, love that move. Right? Um, I think if they could... I think there's a potential where, like, maybe they need to pick up a, another tank player uh, over the season. I'm not sure. Um, mm. I think the rest is just so solid, bro. Like, yes, like, the fact that how good fitness is, is really nice. I think this team is fully covered on the on the support positions. Mm. Violet, like, is one of the reasons why I had my rant about main supports. Mm-hmm. Um, because that just works. I, the 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 okay. Now we are in the yes, like, but it, it's just one of those two has to work out, right? It's one of who, Sam or Kilo. Oh right. yeah, and 
I'm not sure if I'm less b believing that than Patipan and Ants. I think that's about same probability. I think that's also a meta thing. I think that's unfortunately a language barrier thing. Because, I mean, yeah, okay, with collusion now you pre pretty much have to communicate in English the entire time and I think that's also something that's highly encouraged internally. Um, but yeah, like, I, I think most of the time you would see proper kilo. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, I don't know. This is. I would be way higher on this team, even, or w would feel way more secure in my pick, if, if this was the post-COVID world where they could feasibly get visas, yep. uh, okay. quickly, where yep. they could supplement from O2, for instance, right? Well, ah, oh, yeah, no, no, I see. I mean, couldn't they have just done that in the preseason? Just pick up more O2 people. Yeah, but. It's. I, I would know. assume they would have, and it's and it's kind of surprising that they so, didn't. But maybe it's a shift I, in building. I don't can know. I ask you? Can I ask? I mean, you've named some of it already, but can I ask you why? With all of these strengths, you. I don't want you to go too far into Dallas, but like more so in the shock side. Why you didn't just put them first in? Is it really? Is it really the collude solo tank factor that yeah, is the difference so. maker between these? It's being that first second? and the question of the second DPS. Though I okay. suppose you would fairly have to attribute that to Dallas as well, even though they have one more option. Mm -hmm. I think they're also just a smaller roster, right? And mm -hmm. once again, yeah. like in my mind, having more players, especially ones that are not like th throwing hissy fits sitting on the bench, <laughs> but actually like form a unit out of them, like having that f big block of marble and sh like chiseling your best version out of that piece of rock is the better option than having to form stuff out of clay you know mm. with like limited uh okay. so so yeah we'll save a little bit of the dallas talk for when we get there mm. joe you have the highest atlanta rating out of all of us yeah um how much does Sefi pay you? What's going on? Uh, I, I wish. I wish a lot. You know, Sefi, if you want to slide a, you know, some Ixnay on the beta, yay. You know, just saying. Um, yeah, I like the 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 overall vibe of this team, and I have since they kind of went on their their bit of a run. Uh, I doubted them for a long time. Um, felt like they were kind of painted in a corner in a lot of ways. Um, but I think that was kind of their strength at the end of the day. And I see that being a big benefit. Um, we've kind of talked about the roster. I think the only thing that I can really add is potential hesitation when it comes to the DPS lineup. Um, I, I genuinely wouldn't mind putting them like if things were a little bit different in terms of like maybe not Venom and speedily could play. I wouldn't mind putting them first um, for a few different reasons, but that's not the world we live in. Um, I think they have a very rigid DPS lineup. They cover all the bases, but they, I can see them ending up like a Philly of last year where they have to do a lot of shifting, and that's not something historically that I've been really, really big on. Um, the rest of it, I think, is, is really bulletproof. I think a lot of the stuff that Harsha... Harsh's episode in general kind of talked about with the tanks when it came to Dallas. Also, I think apply to rain, even though I agree Hawk is probably pretty underrated. 
Um, yeah, I like this team a lot, a lot. No, I don't think Speedily will have a significant impact on most of the season, but I can see him kind of coming in and performing very well later on. I don't rate that as any kind of huge metric, but something to take note of. I'm I've been pretty big on Nero for most of his career. I think he's a little underrated. Um, and Kai is just kind of fucking nuts. Let's be honest. Um, Venom has a weird role, but yeah, I like this team. I think it's well built. I think they're going to be stylistic. I think they're going to do what they think is the best. And I think that that removal of bureaucracy from like this, this kind of player run team is as much as we kind of paint them in that direction um, is going to be is going to make them very agile in some sense. Shall we get into it? Let's go. We have Let's talk about Dallas. We have only prior to this two positions where we all completely lined on. Mm. Joe and I actually aligned on a decent amount. You and Joe aligned on just Houston and Mayhem. Uh, well, actually, no, that's about even to what Joe and I aligned on as far as Washington and Paris goes. Mm. So, decent amount of alignment there. Not bad. And then we get to Dallas. Burn and blue at the top. Is it just the case of the fact that they were the best? Wow. <laughs> they were mostly the best NA team last year up until they <laughs> lost the rain in the playoffs. Um, is, it the, is it the rush difference? What is it? I, I look at this team mm. and I think they've only upgraded from last year and where they were last year was already an insanely high position. Um, as the only team that I think from the West that could properly challenge Shanghai... I know they lost to Atlanta, but I think Atlanta are very good in that sort of NA versus NA mm-hmm. matchup. Um, Dallas had clearly set their eyes on Shanghai and kind of just forgot about Atlanta in some ways. Maybe got blindsided by them. I'm not going to talk. It's not here. I'm not here to analyze last year as much. I'm just talking about the fact that where they were last year, where they left off, was such a high position, and their current roster now is even greater than that. Speaks volumes. Yep. Um, Russia's already coach of the year. This guy handled his team so gracefully last year as far as getting them through tough situations where they had to make up for deficiencies in the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, you know, they didn't have a they didn't have a single hit scan. Now they've just gone ahead and just gone to, you know, you know, let's just let's just mm-hmm. overcommitable. We didn't have any hit scans to get to. Yeah. Um project player and Gurio there, Edison coming through, hoping that'll be an improvement from the rain, I know his situation on the rain wasn't the most positive, so maybe Edison just needs a new um maybe he just needs to charge up his batteries a little bit. Sure. Like that one. Um But I think the main thing for me here is that they by and large don't just have the best tank line in NA, but I think the world. Um and and beyond that as all, well, I think they just have the best tank in the world in Harmbin individually. Mm. I think I think we were hidden. I've I've explained this when I talked about Dallas in the team preview. I think this is, to me, should be someone that is a clear cut MVP candidate for 2022. I know we talk about proper as like a rookie of the year player. I'm not. A, I mean, I'm not going to get into the fact that I'm I'm not a big fan of rookie players also being eligible for MVP anyway. But even with how good proper is and how good he's going to be, when I look at it. A solo tank, a new tanking experience, 5v5 of which two. Hanbin being the best of them, in my opinion, even better than the Shanghai tanks. Mm. Um, I mean, if there's one guy to be the difference maker on tank, it's going to be Hanbin. Even if it isn't, Fearless is still that guy for me. 
So it doesn't matter. They can both do it. But to me, mm-hmm. right now, Farmbin is like the dude. Um, and then there's still Sparkle. Um, I'm I'm still a little bit unconvinced by Doha based on what I saw last year, but I think he's more than a capable player. Uh, you know, we hear great things about we've heard great things about Soldier in uh the Alpha so far in the scrims, and Doha played a lot of that. Um, yes, because talking about Genji now, Sparkle is that guy for that as well. Sparkle is a super talented player. That Sparkle versus proper matchup would be amazing because. They've both been, proper is now, Sparkle in the past has been that superstar rookie coming out of contenders that everyone has their eye on. Sparkle was that guy a couple of years back. Now it's Proper's turn. And now Proper has to face up against Sparkle, who, you know, is a is a predecessor. Uh so yeah. Yeah, Roll Star plan. Roll stars MVPs throughout the team. Great coaching yeah. staff. Huge results from last year. Only better now. What's not to love about Dallas Field? Pretty much. I think that's that's well said. Um, the only thing I'll add is that I think historically Doha has been a little flexible. I agree, like 100%. I did not think he had a very good season last year. Um, I don't think I rated his echo all that highly, just even statistically that backs that up. Um, but I th- what I did see from him that I really enjoyed was like his game sense. It felt like whoever is doing the calling, whether it's him kind of making the decision on his own or somebody kind of feeding him information that he kind of disseminates and, you know, makes these plays. Um, he he does a lot of like late stage swapping. And I and I think that's like a mark of somebody who's like. This is going to sound really dumb, but hopefully you understand what I'm saying. Like, I think they're it's just a mark of somebody who's good at Overwatch who's like leveraging all of the game mechanics to like try to put their team in like the best possible position. Um, that said, like, I think he can kind of be like a funny hero guy. I think he'll, you'll probably see him be a little bit more flexible than he was last year. Um, if he sees playtime, I think we talked about it in the team preview, but there are, you know, ways that, you know, this, this four DPS lineup really is, you know, sparkle and three friends and you start to see that swap around. But yeah, Outside of that, they've only upgraded, and that's already saying a lot. Hanbin is, is you look at his statistics, they're nuts. You you it's he's kind of monstrous in, in some regard. Um, so agreed there, probably uh, a good candidate for MVP um already. And that says a lot from me and tanks, not something I've argued for historically. Um so yeah, I like Dallas a lot. It's hard to argue. I guess, yeah, okay. Let's give that one up as well. Um, Everyone's copying Dallas again. Dallas is once again the meta guiding team. People are probably playing a meta because of Dallas right now that isn't actually the strongest meta comp. They're just not, like, getting... (laughs) They're just like, hey, what's Dallas play? Oh, yeah, yeah, do that. Like... Dallas is just playing to their strength and everyone's just like playing Dallas style, but worse. Yep. And it's like, why? Why would you try, bro? <laughs> like, just roll your... Because. Like, in, in my mind, like, the reason why Atlanta was so good comparative mm-hmm. to the rest of the field was because they were ri- running their own shit, right? They figured yep. out their own style. And tough luck that it didn't play well into Dallas or Shanghai. Uh, sorry, and, and into Shanghai. But, 
like at, at the end of the day, like that's the best shot you can have at winning a final, right? Like, yep. are you really going to out copy a team that is as good at like being themselves as Dallas is? It's very unlikely. You got to be as good. Like, it's it's just not going to happen unless you're probably the Shanghai Dragons. And even then, they weren't able to get past Dallas as long as Fearless was on Winston, right? Sure. So, yeah, like, Dallas is the gold standard in NA, once again. Um, I think that is down to coaching as one thing. I think they have a wide, just, like, so much potential there. I think Sparkle is one of those, like, we probably have... And this count has now upped this this season, I think. But there's like okay. five to eight players in the Overwatch League that are different than everyone else. They're just truly elite. It's like Lip, Leaf, um, Sparkle, uh, Kefster, mm. and then like you want to say proper. You want to, you um, yeah, but I can't at this point. Mm -hmm. But Hanbin. Um, sure, yeah. And it's like... Playing in Sparkle's meta is just like... Why would You're you go... Game. Yeah, why would you like go into... Why would you try to do Inception and go into his dream world where he just like has all the ability and is perfectly loosened, like... Lucid. Yeah, in... yeah, it's his dream world, but he's not asleep. He's fucking lucid and controlling everything. Yeah. <laughs> you are playing by his rules in that world. Yeah, no, so you gotta wake that kid up. Meta means means he's the fucking master. Yeah, like, yeah, you gotta drag him into his nightmare in which, or Dallas's nightmare in which, like, Sparkle is not the top charge. I get it. I get it. And not <laughs> even like Tracer would not be a problem, right? Like, yeah, uh, he wouldn't be different. He says a break on it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Sparkle mm. on Tracer is not like a transformational, uh, no player, right? Like, he's very good. He's probably like a top five Tracer in the league. He's not like gapping people, like the ga gapping the best players in the world, like he's on Doom, right? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, this, I don't know. This is somehow this team has done it again. Um, <laughs> they can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's oh, really God. like, it's really hard to imagine that this team once in a while was one of the worst franchises in the Overwatch League based yeah, on right? record. Now they're just like Omega Elite, right? And oh, it's, it's them and Shanghai. They've both yep. both they've both been fucking awful teams, yep. and now they're like the literal best teams. Yeah, mm. I think it's the, uh, no, it's the rush difference, man. Rush is in there, yeah. and he's just he's incepted. He's actually incepted every other coach's brains, except all the other coaches are sleeping, and he's incepted his own ideas, but like a worse version. And all the other coaches wake up is like, oh, I think Rush is right. We just got to do that, but they would just do it worse. They would just do the worst version, like. Because you don't have Sparkle, you don't have Harmon, you just don't have their players, you know? You don't have their cohesion. Yeah. Um, you don't have Element Mystic. You just, you know, you just do their thing, but way worse than they are. I don't know what it is. Everyone just gets baited into copying Rush. It's crazy. Yeah. He just warps reality around him. Yeah. It, Rush they is like one punch so man, man. Like, yes. It's like Rush just does his stuff, and like everyone's like just flabbergasted how that works. And it's like everyone's <laughs> trying to be him, but nobody can. Like he's just born with this crazy power level and it's over. Yeah, I don't know. I think like 
not realizing the strength of his ability to build a successful team is probably one of the bigger oversights of like me looking at professional Overwatch. Also, mm. my my absolute like end proof that I will never hear to a group of French people once <laughs> ever again in my life when it, as it pertains to esports uh, ev performance evaluation. Um, mm. nah. Why would they say? It's it's just okay, like I, I don't get the reference. So, you know, Rush was uh, part of uh, Paris Eternal, and then when you, yeah, obviously when you talk to like the French crowd or the French people involved, they were like, "I, oh, you know, Rush is a good coach, but it's like he didn't really talk to us that much. Like he didn't really have that much impact." Oh yeah, yeah, okay. and it's yeah. like yeah. okay. Uh, I mean, that doesn't mean... Just because you're not personally talked to doesn't mean you're, yeah. the atmosphere that you're working on in the system isn't facilitated yeah. by him. All the coaching all the coaching was done Toronto-style. They only did it in the Korean Discord, so the, mm. the non-Korean <laughs> players didn't get the coaching. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, like I think a decent credit for that season also goes to 9K for sure. Um, mm. But, I mean, no. Like, from the Element Mystic days... If you think about players that l left Element Mystic and then actually never gotten to the same heights again, bro, part of me, part of my soul still wants Guard to be on a uh, Rush team <laughs> once again. Just bring him back for Sombra, man. Just do it. Call him up. Get into the Alps. Drag yeah. him back into Overwatch. You didn't what, just, so, just so he can get gapped by Lip. Yeah. Yeah. Fun experience. Who knows? Who knows? At this point, who knows? I don't know what kind of fucked up like overwatch magic rush has in his back pocket maybe he just looks nuts then all right let's let's uh wrap this one up by just kind of doing an overview of all our picks um mm. i i think my bottom area i feel pretty safe about i'm i'm not i think the i think the gladiators to atlanta that four is actually yeah. really rough it's tough that that's a really hard four for me. Mm. Uh, I think my New York positioning is maybe a little bit risky as well, but I kind of said that was already a bit of hopium. I could probably afford to put New York a couple places down, maybe swap them, maybe put Toronto and Washington up and put New York in eighth even. Uh -huh. But I think six, seven, eight is pretty interchangeable anyway. I'm pretty happy with my nine to 13. Pretty happy with my number one. I want to be happy with my number two, but I just, you know, I have to keep my fingers crossed that it actually works out. Mm. There's a chance it doesn't. I feel like Glad's are cursed in some ways because it feels like they always have good rosters, but they just don't quite get there. Yeah. Hopefully they get, do get there this time because I'm excited to see those players together. Um, Yeah, I don't know. This is, this is what I said earlier, man. It's hard to do rankings because everyone mm -hmm. feels like they could be anywhere at any given time. The ranges are so long. I think last year... I could have said that, yeah, this, this this team's range is between seven and eight, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Whereas now, I, I'm like, yeah, this team could be fourth or tenth. You know what I mean? Like, the range <laughs> is deep. So, it's, it's really hard. What do you guys think about your, your power rankings now that you've seen everyone else's? Would you guys agree that there is there feels like a break between, like, five and six? Like, five and up feels mm. like a class of their own, and then six mm -hmm. and below is just kind of like... I there's something different about those teams. I agree. Yeah, I think so. I also think maybe between one and two, because I think two to five is kind of interchangeable. But I think okay, Dallas yeah. Right yeah. Cut, in my opinion. Oh yeah, I agree. To me, yeah, that's fair. So those are two. Those are two tier breaks for me yeah. currently. Mm. 
Yeah, I think honestly, our aggregates. I'm kind of a fan. <laughs> like our average yeah. TCP host average. That looks like the oh, ranking cool, of a reasonable mayhem fan. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have skewed mayhem so high yeah. in that average ranking. You guys have pushed them up mega high. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, this I, looks like a normal ranking, except it's done by a mayhem fan. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> knowing, this- knowing the juice that Yiska has dribbled this this you know episode. I look at Gunba and I'm like, he doesn't play. No, he is. He's not a. He's not gonna bitch out. He's gonna like stick to his guns he knows like what his roster is good at he knows how he views the game and i think like the mayhem have like that i think they're going to be a little creative let's say when compared to like the field because everybody's chasing dallas i think they will push i think they will punch above their weight my problem Mm. is you can be the best fucking coach in the world you can you can exchange gumba and rush and just put rush on this team and put gumba on dallas whatever and and your roster quality needs to be there to really contend. Mm-hmm. And I think for Mayhem, even if Yeska's right and they have this one guy on their team that no one knows about that's going to be fucking crazy that people have underrated, even if that's correct, that's one guy. That's when one, you got yeah. teams, other teams that have like four or five of those guys maybe, you know? Three to three to six of those guys anyway in that range. Yep. So you just can't. You, you can put the best coach on this team, but your roster quality needs to be there if you're going to contend you can't fucking coach a guy to click better you can't you can tell them to stand in a better position you can tell them to talk better and communicate and to work as better as a team or maybe help them practice and get better practice quality Mm. but when you have freaks of nature on other teams that will simply click your head better than you can click theirs you can't coach that you Mm. can't i agree there, there, this is like whoever this one mechanical beast is and anima so so it's 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 they're limited unfortunately they will punch above their weight but they are limited on roster quality and that's not that's not something you can fix with coaching mm. that's something you fix with more money and buying better players sadly that's sports sports is sports is pay to win and you can money yeah. ball your way through but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean the aces you know that doesn't mean the uh, Oakland A's are winning the World Series. Mm. It means they'll do way better than what you thought they'd do because they money balled, but they're not winning the World Series. True. That's the truth. That's my take on that. So, TCP host average is ranked by a Mayhem fan. It's just like, let's just put Mayhem like five places up. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but otherwise, it's, it's pretty based. I think it's yeah. pretty based. What do you guys think? Yeah, I like it. I think this is a this is a good like metric, uh, a very like again yes mayhem could be a little bit you know pushed, but everything else, I'm I'm okay with. I think the floor for Boston sits around there. I I wouldn't be surprised if they maybe trade some places with you know New York or Toronto throughout the season, maybe even a Justice. Um, yeah, I think you know moving some spots is is without reason, but there's no like obvious glaring you know questions outside of the the mayhem. Cool. Final thoughts done. Happy? Good? Happy. Any happy. regrets? No, you're not that happy. You've you got some nasty <laughs> picks in there. You're not that happy. Yeah. Um, I mean, no regrets. You live, you learn. No. Oh, the, reg- the, the regrets come later. Yeah, no, they come with the comments. Yeah. They come with they come, writing another come, apology letter to Paris. They come months down the line when yeah. uh, 
you know, when we find out what we when 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 completely unexpected things happen, like a brand new era comes out mm-hmm. that is just that no one could have predicted, and it's like it's like wrecking ball in terms of just like wackiness, yep. like like who thought that was going to be here on Overwatch? You know what I mean? Like just some crazy. Like Minecraft Steve enters the game and he just builds blocks around him. Like that yep. just happens. And you're like, who's the best Minecraft Steve player in the game? And that yeah. just completely warps everything. And it turns out, it turns out, uh, fucking checkmates the best my- Minecraft Steve player now. Mayhem at number one. Yeah. Boom. That's just um, and everyone's like, oh, I can't yeah. believe you didn't put Mayhem as number one. <laughs> These fucking people are so stupid. How did you not put them as number one? Didn't you know Minecraft Steve was going to be in the game? That's what's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Uh, not even, not even a crazy thought, you know. We are in by Microsoft now, so we'll see sure. what happens. All right, crossovers. Episode, uh, episode two twenty seven. That is our NA uh, power rankings done and dusted. Now, stay tuned because we will have the APEC power rankings very soon. Mm. Hopefully, they'll be spicy as well. Probably not. Maybe. Probably. Hopefully, maybe we'll see what people do. We'll shake it up. Um, I'm just going to do mine by purely RNG. I'm just going to let a random number generator spit out seven teams and just see where they land. That's what I'm going to do. So stay tuned for 228. We'll catch you next time.